0: People where to stick them? It's called bracketology. Oh, them? Wow.
1: So I've got one for you.
0: Yeah.
1: Apparently the Panthers. Yeah, I know. I got it.
0: Oh, the five dollars charge. East. You know something, this is part of what's called being fan-friendly in South Florida. There's another reason not to be there. Just, uh, you can't draw flies into that place. This is your good buddy Alan Cohen there at the Panthers organization, or some bozo in there who made a really stupid decision. I would now, probably now let me ask think this. it was Suppose some you got a family of four, and I hear that echo again like I heard yesterday. I'm not real happy about I just about heard it. it, too. Yeah. Uh, suppose you got a family of four. Now, are they charging each person? It doesn't say in the Herald article. It says... The Panthers, starting July 1st, will charge a $5 fee to anyone walking onto the property for any event at Bank Atlantic Center. They're going to put up a big fence so you can't cross the grass, you know, just to piss off the public and to chase people away. So, in other words, you got a family of four. Does that mean it's going to cost you $20 not to park, $20 just to walk in there? Well, a family of four, you could actually string them together and shove two people over the fence. Yeah, no, seriously. What is, is it, how about you got, like, a, a family of five? It's going to cost you 25 bucks not to park just for the honor of going in and buying your tickets on top of that and paying for the overpriced crap food? Uh, Alan Cohen, man, you are a mighty Cohen. You're an idiot.
1: We used to put people in the trunk when we'd go to high school. Well, that's a good games. idea. Yeah.
0: It's like going to the drive, drive-in movies, Remember Right. That? Yeah. Jam guys in the uh, trunk. <laughs> Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. I have no problem with that. That's what people are going to have to start to do. They're going to have to hide their kids under their coat. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I've heard of some stupid things in my life. And then the excuse is, Well, they're tired of people uh, trying to uh, cause delays by darting through traffic coming from the sawgrass. What a pile of garbage that is, you know. They got traffic lights there as it is, and uh, if that's the case, then pay for a couple of extra security cops to stop uh, to get people to stop doing that. But, no, and then, and then on top of it, oh, the money is going to charity. The money is going to charity? Yeah, that's what they said. It's going to um, big brothers and big sisters. I think it ought to go to big mothers, as in mother... Yeah. Oh, I thought it was... Pa- a... That's what the fans are going to be saying. I thought it was for the uh, pay Ole Jokinen charity. No, no. They claim it's going for a charity. So this is just another way to screw the public once again. Stick it to the people that don't want to show up in the first place.
1: Yeah, I'll pick my own They've been in that
0: building now for, I think, seven seasons. I could be wrong about that. It could be more. And they've made the playoffs once. And they're not going to make it this year. Tampa won last night. They're not going to make it this year again. Even when they signed Jokin and they won three games in a row, big deal. Uh, nobody cares about them, first of all, because there's no hockey fans. I mean, it would seem to me that when you're desperately trying to build a fan base, you don't keep doing things to piss people off. It's like the Dolphins with the uh, parking outrage they got there at the stadium. Same kind of crap, only the Dolphins at least you got you know fans that show up.
1: Yeah, you would think. It, it would be like running your business where you know you depend on long-distance phones and they don't pay the bill. Yeah, there you go. How could that well, You pay happen? on
0: being able to watch uh, direct TV and you don't pay the bill and you can't know no uh, satellite. Like the Beasleys.
1: How could that happen? Huh? That could never happen.
0: (laughs) It sure can and
1: it does. I mean, I'm here trying to record these guys yesterday for this show. They had about 14 coaches on to talk about the basketball tournament coming up. Yeah. And we can't make a long-distance call.
0: Oh, yeah, I heard about that yesterday. In fact, they couldn't fax me anything either because it was long-distance. Right, custom. same so thing. The last half hour of the show, nobody they could fax me anything. Run any somebody over
1: to the phone company with a check. Yeah.
0: What a joke. Well, probably we didn't pay that bill either.
1: Nope, that's that's exactly what it was.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Get out of here. Are you sure?
2: Actually, so they paid it with a sack of pennies, and it just took them that long.
0: They were still counting them, yeah. What a joke. And this is a company that's listed on the Stock Exchange? Like I said, don't look. Just uh, take the money, okay? At least they pay us. Yeah, that's true. It's all we can do at this point. I've got a whole different... It's like I sit down in the morning and I look to see if we have any new copy from certain salespeople and, like, uh, nothing. And and then for about a half a second I start getting agitated and I thought, what the hell do I care? I'm still getting paid, you know? These people just don't care. That's what the bottom line is. They can keep shuffling new sales managers in and 80 new salespeople every two weeks. It doesn't make any difference. They just don't care. You know, it's a schlock. So let's just take the money and have a good time.
1: I think you have the answer. You just play music like there are other stations.
0: Nah, no, to hell with that. I'd rather come on here and open up a big mouth. Oh, okay. That, that, yeah, it's that's, that's a rare opportunity to open up a big fat mouth and spew for four hours. So that's what I do. I enjoy it. I love it. And I had that. I told you yesterday about my good fortune on Sunday night, an unscheduled appearance. That was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I did the same thing yesterday. I good was machine, on a, man. It was a good machine, A little bit of a hot streak. and uh, Wow. I, I'd made a five... Figure score yesterday. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what the beast did. He made a five-figure score. Of course, it had uh, decimal points after the first three. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on a little streak here. Well, that's good. Well, maybe maybe you can uh, cover the uh, parking fees for these people starting July 1st at the Yenta Center. You know
1: what? I'll stand out there right next to the guy who has the work for food sign and hand out $5 bills.
0: We need to fix this problem today, said Michael. You are Mark, the Panthers' CEO. We have backed up. We have people backed up for 30 minutes About 30, or more trying to get into our building. After games, it's probably worse trying to get out. Wait, you know what? Too bad. Well, what does that mean to have people backed up? Constipated. Yeah, that that must be what it means. I don't know what he's talking about. Or backed up like our facilities. I've been to a zillion zillion games there. I never saw any problem with people uh, being backed up crossing the street. It's just idiotic. Just stupid. backed up like the facilities here in this wonderful building. And if they're so backed up, then start the games at 7.30 instead of 7 o'clock. People used to come in at the end of the first period when they started at 7.30, so you can imagine now they start at 7 on weeknights. Uh, Nobody's there yet because most people are working or out there panhandling or something. They've got a schedule just have absolutely no clue on how to treat the public. No clue. I remember when they, in the early days of that arena, and some of the seats that they built uh, in the corners, you know, because Wayne wanted a lot more seats instead of fewer seats, that they would, you know, it, it looks a lot better when you've got a 18,000 seat capacity and you've know, you got 14,000 people, it looks full. When you've got a 20,000 seat capacity, it looks like there's a lot of empty seats, and there are. So they had to put extra seats in there. So some of the people that bought season tickets, they found that their seats over toward the corners are like about half the size of the regular seats. So they're like uh, these big fat guys sitting, like trying to sit on a, on a teapot. You know, just ridiculous. You know, the kind of teapot that Joe Carroyo would throw at his wife, that kind. <laughs> oh, what a joke. in Panther fan. And again, the story doesn't say... I mean, it's just stupid. I mean who, what, how can you do that? How can you charge people who don't want to park in your lot, who don't want to pay you to park there? it would be like it would be like a restaurant that has valet parking only yeah. you know, and so you park across the street for free and you walk out of their property and say, oh, no, you'll have to give us five bucks uh, because you're not parking. Yeah. Whoever heard of such a thing. Paying somebody for a service they're not providing. Bunch of fascists, if you ask me, the Panther organization. And, and it's always, you know, there's a couple of guys there that have been very nice to me over the years, and that's wonderful. But in terms of the way they treat the average fans out there, it's, it's a disgrace. And the Dolphins are even worse. You can't complain about the fan friendliness at the Dolphin games because they're, really, they're like the Gestapo in there. You know that. Yep. Boy, if you don't have like 18, if you don't have 18 press passes and like 45 forms of picture ID, you can't even think about going upstairs there, you know, in the press area. Forget about it. I remember when we had the games in IOD. Boy, that was always a real picnic going up there. Give you the dirty looks like they'd like to shoot your ass, and they probably did.
1: In that place, yeah.
0: Now that we got the new law in Florida, they probably—it's a good thing I'm not there anymore. They probably would shoot my ass if I went up well,
1: there. Well, I, all I can tell you is this: their new head of security's name is Cheney.
0: Oh, I see. Well, that should tell you a lot. Dead-eyed Dick. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, like I said, yeah. we're taking the money to the banks, and you're on a hot roll, and I'm actually starting to win a few bucks, so, which is very rare for well, me. just um, keep it going. Well, you think I ought to go today? I'm not going there today. No, I'm not either. They're I'm not thinking right. about tomorrow and Thursday, though, sounds good, because they are nearly a Wednesday. got the cleaning. See, that not that, it great the way we make excuses for ourselves? Tomorrow, the cleaning lady comes at 2. Well, I could just as easily go out and go to lunch at 2 o'clock and sit and have a nice relaxing lunch while she's you know, only in here for 40 minutes. But no, t- so t- Wednesdays is my excuse to run off to a uh, you-know-where. You know? And, then, of course, Thursday, we got the Marlin game. Ow! So 12.50, I'll be out the door like a shot, like <laughs> a shot out of a cannon. Wow, what are you laughing about? I'm you're you're laughing because you, you know it's true. It is a great life. Yeah. I'm having a good time. It's not going to change my life. They're not going to destroy my uh, financial situation.
1: Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. Tomorrow I'll enjoy be going it, again.
0: Before, before you know it, we'll both be in a box, so let's at least enjoy it now. All They'll right. be stomping on our grave. <laughs> oh, that bastard. Uh, well, in the meantime, we'll have a good time with somebody's money.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: Yeah, I think we ought to start charging a $5 fee to listen to the shows, okay? If, P- if Stern can do it, why the hell can't we do it?
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, that stock is dropping like a rock.
0: Yeah, are you serious? Yes. Uh-huh. And XM, too, as a yeah, matter of fact. Too. Boy, they're really off-source, XM. they got real problems. Since they signed up Martha Stewart, I think. Or no, they, that's the serious. Yeah. Who did they sign up on XM? Some redneck. Oh, yeah. Oprah. That redneck. Uh, that, that's it. That's it. Oprah. That's the one. And, by the way, the folks in Dubai, you saw that, didn't you? They her to come and do a week's shows over there. Not that they're trying to do this big PR campaign. They're trying to repair it. The... They even promised to buy two years of supply of Viagra for Bob Dole, and that's uh, how they got him on the payroll. You see that? He was one of the publicists. He was one of the lobbyists for them in Washington, Bob yeah. Dole. Yep. Old limp Bob Dole. I don't think he's got that much clout, if you ask me. That's what uh, Elizabeth says. Well, listen, have a great day. Keep it going. Keep you that too. streak going. Yep. And, of course, now with the uh, oh, my college hoops at this stage, wow. Oh, this is... You guys like a like a smorgasbord. Yeah, this is like Fat Rich at the buffet in Vegas. Exactly. When he put somebody else's uh, ticket on his table because he didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a true. I told you that, true. did I? Yeah. <laughs> took, took the ticket that they put on the table off somebody else's table and put it on his so he'd get it for free and then went to the buffet. It was incredible. <laughs> that's probably one of the reasons he's not with us anymore. But anyway.
1: Punishment, huh?
0: Enough about that. All right. No, you it's have a good day. Fat. You too. See you. All right.
2: The views expressed on previous programs are those of the hosts,
3: guests, and callers. Take and the money and run, run, boys and girls. That's Rock my message through. to you, okay? Forget about everything else. Take the money and run. Don't be a fool.
0: Don't be an idealist. Just take the freaking money and run. Are we on the air, by the way?
4: What? <laughs> I don't know.
3: That man bites. Four, three, two, one, and the liftoff. The big bomb, they got it in Iran. Use that bomb, and
5: they won't last for long. See ya. Crazy Iran, corrupting all Islam. I know, it sounds crazy. Can we talk and come over pretty soon? Pretty soon. Maybe we can avoid passing us to the moon.
6: You've got oil like Iraq, so you think you are slick.
4: You think you're so great. Be
6: but beware, Your are taunting one shall push and,
5: dick.
4: push and dick, We know your country doesn't bother with diplomacy. You'd rather blow us up and try to get us to agree. Who
6: behave? That big
4: bomb, they got it there's fresh more stuff, and they want to get it on. Don't want oil, greed, and TV and humanity. You know you will be gone if you try to use a nuclear bomb. Oh, boy. Of
0: Ten thirteen at 560 WQAM. Happy Tuesday, March 14th, man. It's March Madness. Hey, that's the basketball. Careful. We can't use that term. That you're you're going to well that's why I like your, for example in the Beach Ford spot we can't it say really it's Mark's Madness because they have trademarked that expression. It's getting a point now where you can't say anything because everybody's got a trademark. You can't even say About 30, man. we're gonna trademark that that's too right. if you say we're gonna like fine you a hundred million dollars. Take your ass to jail. Ten fourteen at QAM when it's Rogers. Ah.
6: early this morning around 4 a.m.
7: And it smelled like rotten
6: carcass on a dinner plate. I pulled the cover up over my head so I could breathe. But your aroma's keeping me awake. And even though I know you never shave under your arms, I've been trying my best not complain, reminds me of my toilet train. But clean your hair and wash your rectum, brush your teeth before you're Buy like some speech Stick for your armpits, you're so stinky. You smell like that off my sweater, or oh, a real wet Irish setter. I think I'm gonna send you a letter saying you're so stinky them. I went out driving, hoping the air was clear. Cause you smell like someone's vomit mixed with stale beer. Oh, fuck. I guess I'm feeling just a little bit tired of this. It's open ice perfume, you know it does exist. I don't have any blessings left to my name. An odor like moldy wood when it was. Check your pulse, you smell like a corpse, but clean your hair and wash your rectum. Brush your teeth before you wreck them. Add some speed stick for your armpits. You're so stinking. You smell like happy on a sweater on a real way. 1020 QM, before we do
0: anything else, we got to get that guy to call in who bought the shirataki noodles yesterday. Remember, he was on his way That's home right. a bag of goosey uh, noodles. We need Husi a noodles. report. Maybe that's him online, too, right now. WQAM, hello. How are you
5: doing, Neil?
1: Sorry about that. How are you? Good. Listen, I hope those deadheads over at the Panther thing pass this by their accountants and their lawyers. Yes. Because if they're openly claiming that's going to charity, they're going to have a backup because I want a receipt.
0: Wow. That's a good idea.
1: I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, that's right. It should be tax deductible if it's going to charity. That's what they're claiming. So they're going to have you give you a handwritten receipt, and that will back it up for, like, hours. Thank you very much. Excellent idea. Nice going, pal. Yeah, anything to stick it to them, man. We'll get to that in a minute. That really pisses me off, man. Just another way. One of the most fan unfriendly organizations in the first place, the way they gouge, you know, with those, those uncomfortable seats in the corners there and the way they gouge for the food, and it just never ends, you know. And so desperate to get people in there. Oh, listen, if you'll buy season tickets, we'll give you, like, 700 free tickets per game and all this other crap, you know. And then people that are paying like sixty or seventy bucks a ticket, then they uh, turn to the person next to them. Oh, I uh, uh, find out that they got the ticket for free. You know, well that's really nice. When you spent uh, all that money and you find out the person sitting in the same section right next to you got tickets for free. Line nine is not the sure talking. I guarantee you that. QAM, hello, noodle line. Yeah, that was the noodle line. I told you. Uh, what? That was noodles. That was, that was noodles. Okay. I wonder if maybe he's still with Greg Bidell noodles. Yeah, they're in either Alabama so. or if you believe the caller instead of Tom Jicka. It's a good time for the great taste. Yeah, Neil, this is Noodle. Well, that's good. Congratulations to you. What an idiot! No wonder they called him Don Agony. WQAM, hello.
5: Hey, Neil, your your last caller was half right. They're going to collect the money and then they're going to pay it to charity and
4: they'll take the tax deduction. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what to right. do. Yeah, you know what. They,
0: you're probably right. What a scam. What a scam. I'll get to that article in a second because it's going to piss off the very few uh, Panther fans that remain. You know, you can sign Ole Jokinen and you can sign Roberto Luongo and all this other crap. And by the way, who the hell else is going to play with them? You know, that's all, they already got them. But the fact of the matter is that there's so minimal interest in the first place. You know, it would be one thing if people were knocking down the doors to get in and people were clamoring because there's such a big base of hockey fans in South Florida, which there are not. When you've got a marginal sport I mean, really marginal in America, and especially in South Florida. you think that you'd try to do something that would be fan friendly. But no! Not in Miami, baby! Not in Fort Lauderdale! Not in Sunrise! Is this talking guy going to call or not? QAM Noodle Line. Hello, dear.
4: Yes. How are you today? Uh,
0: WQAM, hello.
5: Hi Neil, it's true. Greg Budell is on WJNA. He just started about a week and a half ago. He's on. So he Tom has Jick has two. got
0: bad news once again on Sunday. Hey Tommy, misinformation. He was doing a talk show in Alabama. Tom writes that was just in well, Sunday Sun Sentinel. That Scenten.
5: column is probably written a couple of weeks in advance. Yeah. Well, that's because Tom and is lazy. Yeah.
0: You know, stuff is like uh, ancient, old news.
5: Right. Well, he follows Joyce Kaufman at, Oy. at two. Oi! Wow. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> found his
0: niche. Okay, thanks. thanks for the bad news. By the way, noon to tune today uh, to tune noon to tune we'll have our QM van as John the Baker for our daily Begathon. and by the way, we won't even charge you to park there. How do you like that? We won't charge wow. you even if you walk We won't charge you to park even if you walk up. John the Baker, this is the one at 12592 Pines Boulevard. that's in the Home Depot shopping center at the corner of Pines and Flamingo. With the um, Best of Neil stuff, the 30, man. CDs and T-shirts, which the proceeds are gone, by the way, to Abandon Pet Rescue. We're not making that up. That's right. And Roley will have a, just to strike back, even though this thing doesn't start till July 1st at the Mac Arena, Roley will have a limited supply of Panthers parking passes to give away to people that show up there, too. How you like that? I like it. Just as a way of saving us some cash and striking back and showing the Panther organization how rightfully people are pissed off at this latest piece of insanity. How can we piss you people off? How can we chase you away? You know, it's that kind of a deal. Very sad, but typical. WQAM Noodle Line, hello. Not there. Wouldn't you think that guy would have called right off the bat? You would think. I mean, this this is information that I need to know. Maybe nobody else in the world cares about it. But, of course, my stuff is already coming in the mail. But I'd like to find out before I just throw it all away. WQAM, hello.
5: Hey, good morning, y'all.
0: Yes, sir. Did you,
5: hear, did you hear that Isaac Hayes is quitting South Park? Or yeah, I got, the, I got the story because
0: he's P.O.'d about it. The Scientologist got to him, man. Make no mistake about it. They I mean, probably threatened to good give him is, a shaft.
5: You'd think he was a cool guy, and then he turns out to be a complete
8: uh, Jackass,
0: yeah. All right, Neil. Great Thanks, nice, I got it. Square is a cardboard box, Isaac Hayes. He's bailing out of South Park doing the voice because, uh, oh, well, uh, you know, they have to have respect for religion. And, and in the meantime, how about the one where they did the Virgin Mary uh, bleeding right. out of her ass, huh? Right. And all the other stuff they've done, uh, sacrilegious stuff, which is hysterical. There's Mm -hmm. no, there's no law. It's just like this thing about, well, you know, you're making fun of our religion. Well, so why not? That's uh, our opinion, That's my religion. Yeah. Who the hell cares? Anyway, here's the poll from yesterday. And I I forgot, we'll do it tomorrow. I've already got it uh, laid out about who has season tickets to what. I think Mm -hmm. the Panther number may be going down very fast, as low as it is. Just when you thought it couldn't get any lower. When you go to any Marlins games this season, 1,310 votes, maybe a couple, 341, maybe. No, they screwed the fans again, 294. I'll pack them sandwiches, move already. Bye-bye, 292. 292 votes. I hate baseball. I'm not going, no, 181. Yes, I'm going to several games, 94. That's 7%. I hate this poll. 89. And I'm a season ticket holder, 19. The Nueve. 1.4%. That's not how you say it. How do you say what, it? What's 19? No, it's not the the Nueve. How do you say 19? A.C. Nueve. No, it's not. All right. Well, in tagging, they got, like, different words. Well, I don't want to go through the whole thing. Only 19. 1.4% season ticket holders for the Marlins. Wow. But, but if you do go to the Panther games, they'll toss you a free bag of shirataki noodles.
8: This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM.
4: You've seen Jay Z perform on the grammys with Paul McCartney. Oh, right. oh, and now the hover comes out of retirement. Yeah, 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 yeah. to duet with all the legends. Uh oh. Jay Z. Uh, uh. You've never heard more beautiful duets than D. Yeah, 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 yeah. J.D., duetting with the legend. Yeah, it's
0: hot, y'all. Hey, it's 10.30 at QAM. Oh, look at that. There was the, uh, what, you just mentioned her this morning, the runaway bride. Oh, yeah, Dana? Who does look like the uh, Dana Bash. She looks stunned all the time. She looks like she's got a shrunken head and she's got the senior Wences mouth, <laughs> you know, with lipstick on it. That that that's, what, that's her, yeah. It's all right. She's not all right. She's obnoxious. Anyway, here's that story. I'll get it out of the way now. Isaac Hayes, who really ought to get the shaft, has quit South Park where he voices Chef, saying he can no longer stomach its take on religion. Well, you know what? Your mama. How do you like that, Isaac? Hayes, who has played the ladies' man school cook in the animated comedy school uh, Central Center since 97, said in a statement yesterday he, he feels that a line has been crossed. Well, guess what, Isaac? You crossed it. You crossed our line. You're a jackass. Yeah, give him the old shaft. Rack him. There's a place in this world for a satire, but there's a time when satire ends and intolerance and bigotry toward religious beliefs of others begins. The 63-year-old singer and outspoken Scientologist said, Religious beliefs are sacred, and like I said, all the other satire they did about all the other religions, no problem at all. But right. as soon as they started picking on Scientology, that's the one they got all bad out of shape about Religious beliefs are sacred to people, and at all times should be respected and honored, he continued. Well, that's a bunch of crap. Right. As a civil rights activist of the past 40 years, I can't support a show that disrespects those beliefs and practices. Well, you know what? We'll pack you a sandwich. How do you like that's that? That's right. And it'll be trafe. South Park co-creator Matt Stone responded sharply in an interview with the AP yesterday, saying, this is 100% having to do with his faith in Scientology. He has no problem, and he's cashed plenty of checks with our show, Making Fun of Christians. And a boy, Matt. You got your thumb right on it, baby.
2: Matt Stone, who's Jewish,
0: by the way. Yeah, there you go. When's he going to start making fun of the Jews, As a Oh, I, <laughs> I know South Park have. already has. Plenty. Yes. Last November, South Park targeted the Church of Scientology and its celebrity followers, including actors Tom Cruise and John Revolta, in the top-rated episode called Trapped in the Closet. Tom won't come out of the closet. I'm in the closet. In the episode, Stan, one of the show's four mischievous fourth graders, is hailed as a reluctant savior by Scientology leaders, while a cartoon Cruise locks himself in a closet and won't come out. Stone told the AP, and he and co-creator Trey Parker never heard a peep out of Isaac in any way until we did Scientology. He wants a different standard for religions other than his own, and to me, that's where intolerance and bigotry begin. Nice going there, Matt and Trey. That's right. You go, boys. God, what a jackass! I'm telling you, that Scientology thing—it's the uh, uh, whole—it's—it's almost as sick as the thing I saw on A&E last night. They had a a two-hour special on um, polygamy. Oh yeah, mainly based in the state of Utah. That's right. Where Orrin patches from, by the way, Utah. Right. And how about uh, these crazy polygamists and what they're doing and abusing? And they, uh, it's just—it's just like uh, making life a uh, playground for for the guys, That's so right. they can bang any uh, number of women they want, and the daughters and rape and abuse their uh, sisters, whoever they want. Right. Oh, here you go. Somebody sent us the uh, dope. The uh, look at what a lineup, man. <laughs> Jam and John Summers. <laughs> Woo. Jam and John on J and A. And Joyce Kaufman, she's so
6: Jewish, it's almost unbelievable. Oy.
0: And Greg Budell, longtime South Florida radio is the host of the... How do you like that, Tom Jickey? You blew it again, baby. You don't have any clue what's going on. No wonder he missed my 30th anniversary. He'll probably have that in about two weeks. Tom's a little bit in the behind these days. Budel the host of 640's Afternoon Show. And it goes on, but it doesn't mention anything in here about his fine work he did at the Country Kitchen in Hollywood as a waiter. What? Those were his salad days, I understand. He can be heard. <laughs> oh, he can. And by the way, everybody still hates you like poison, Greg. How do you like that? He keeps coming back. He won't go away and stay away. He just keeps coming back like a bad penny. They don't like you, Greg, in South Florida. They hate you. Anyways, heard every day from 2 to 6 on WJNA 640. Surrounded by a special blend of South Florida's favorite songs, targeting all adults over 40. Vudel is a must for any program testing the market, targeting the market, Well, whatever that means. Oh, I see, this is a sales propaganda from over there. Oh, it's from the iodine person, who's obviously somebody inside over there. That, that's who this is. Now, who do we know that's over there? It must be Petey Lenny. Is that Not what Tom he is? Tom Eisenberg. This isn't Tom's style. He wouldn't waste his time with us. It's either uh, Mark Eisenberg, and I don't think it's him because he hates me like poison. It's probably a Petey Lenny. Isn't that where he is? I don't know where he is. Or is he with Cox Broadcasting now? I don't know. He's, I thought he was over there with uh, iodine and mecurochrome. Is that guy going to call in with the noodle story or not? WQAM Noodle Line, hello. Neil, the Shirataki guy. All right, see, all right. How you doing? (laughs) You know,
5: I'm eating it as we speak.
0: I tell
5: tell you what, it's good. It's bland. Yeah. But it's got the same texture as the uh, like the ramen noodles.
3: But right. nothing wrong with that with raw men i'm
5: i'm impressed i I'm really surprised if you put a little salt on it like I think the people in the story they put a little tomato sauce on it or something, but it really tastes pretty good and it's cheap I, it was a buck fifty for eight ounces right. So
0: uh, I'm very So, I'm But did it, now, did it have a really bad smell when you open up the sack?
5: No, not at all, and it just, it's just bland and, and plain. Yeah, well,
0: let's face it, pasta doesn't have any taste anyway. It's what you put on it that makes the taste.
5: Exactly. So what the hell, if it's got almost no calories, uh, I don't expect it to taste great, but it's filling, it, and it's got a nice texture. Now, let
0: me ask you, have you checked your blood sugar after you ate it?
5: No,
0: not yet. <laughs> well, I, I would do that before you get too carried away, because some of these, I've tried some of these products in the past that allegedly had only so many usable carbs and yada, and then then you find your blood sugar is like 400, you know, after have to eat it. So you better no, do that says, before it you get No, says no cholesterol. I, like... I, I did, no, but forget about that. No sugar. You know, the proof is in the pudding, as you know. If you're diabetic, check your blood sugar before you go like uh, croaking on us, please. Okay. Okay. But it Thanks a lot, Pally. Pretty good. Came through for us. How do you like that? Oh, 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 oh. I told you, maybe this audience always comes through for us. That's why we're going to raise fifty million dollars at the John DeBaker this afternoon between noon and two, right? At least fifty anyway.
2: By the way, I forgot to tell you the total. Well, Miguel forgot to write it down, but he gave it to me.
0: Well, I had sixteen four seventy five, so it's got to be more than that. Sixteen six seventy. Oh well, that's not uh, too good. I mean, that's we're getting there. We'll have over twenty thousand by the end of this week. Probably. How long are we going to continue this? Until my summer vacation? Until, I mean, the summer schedule in June? That's on Like good. I said, my summer vacation? Yeah. Huh. Sure. Why not? Every day we're going to be doing this? We well, don't have to. It's are going to get a little ponderous. I mean, beg- that, that's okay. We're yeah, going to kill some good time. And give Miguel and uh, Roly something to do. Go out there and meet our fine crowd out there. See the guy with the eyes again. The guy with a fanny pack. Maybe uh blind Mike will show up. Maybe your buddy <laughs> will be there. Screaming. Hit work. Hit work. So here's the story that a lot of people already PO'd about, and I don't blame them. In the Herald this morning, George Richards, right? Sounds like a woman to me. What was that, transvestite? What Richards? Uh, who was that? Denise Richards. No, i do not <laughs> Well, some of the No, I'm talking like, about. Like, no, don't. Renee Richards.
2: Okay. Renee Zellweger. I only know RuPaul oh. and uh, Dame Edna.
0: Frugal hockey fans Divine. who save money by... Pro- Will you listen to this? This is very important to the 40 people that go to the games. Frugal hockey fans who save money by parking for free at Sawgrass Mills and dashing across Panther Parkway traffic lanes on game nights are about to get hit in the wallet. Starting July 1st, the Panthers will start charging a $5 fee to anyone walking onto the property for any event at the Bank Atlantic Center. So like if it's a concert, you know, because in July I don't think they're going to be playing too much hockey there. But if it's like a concert, which I can't think of anything else, uh, they're going to sock it to you, soak you. Reason for the new fee, safety concerns and the traffic delays caused by fans darting through traffic, said Michael Jormack, Panthers CEO and letter to season ticket holders. We need to fix this problem today, said Yormark. We have people backed up for 30 minutes 30 or minutes. more trying to get into our building. After games, it's probably worse trying to get out. Some fans, however, think it's crazy for the Panthers, who frequently play in front of hundreds that should read thousands of empty seats, to sock those fans who do show up with an added fee. That's right. Nobody wants to go there, but if you want to come here and subsidize our crappy operation, then we're going to, like, stick a to you even more than ever. And that, that's really what you call fan-friendly, not... Your mark says money raised will go to charity. The first beneficiary will be the big brothers and big sisters of Broward. It costs 15 bucks to park at the arena, although season ticket holders can prepay for $10 passes. Free parking is available to those who drive Lexus vehicles. So if you drive a Lexus, then it's okay. Okay, right. you can come in there for free. But if you're like one of those schleppers that's walking across the street because you don't want to get ripped off for parking, then we're going right. to soak you $5 apiece. Or if you can't afford a Lexus. And, of course, people that are walking across the street obviously can't afford a Lexus. This is the best option we could come up with, your Mark said. We think it's going to create a safer environment for people coming (laughs) to our building. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be safe, nobody will be going there. Right. It'll be, oh, it'll be so safe. Remember that? Just like they wanted to have Michael to have that meeting uh, where he'll be safe. Uh Uh-huh. While traffic backs up with pedestrians crossing the streets, there haven't been any major injuries, and those who park at Sawgrass seem upset with the decision. No. (laughs) Some fans say they'll just jaywalk across Panther Parkway, that's 136th Street, instead of crossing at the light and walking up the planned payment gate. They're going to have a planned payment gate. You can just uh, walk through the grass. They can't patrol the whole area, said Mark Wisby, who drove to Saturday's game from Cutler Ridge with sons Tyler and Stephen. But, hate to break the news to you, Mark. Bad news, baby. Your mark says a fence will be erected around the perimeter. It's like a Berlin Wall all over again, huh? A fence will be erected around the perimeter of the parking lots to discourage fans from running through traffic to get under arena property without paying.
2: That sounds like an offensive fence.
0: I'm not surprised because people try to make a buck wherever they can. This is another sneaky way of making a dollar, said fan Jay Pagon of West Palm Beach. wonder if he's kin to a Jose Pagan. If there's not a big outcry, they're going to get away with it. For me, it's not going to stop me from coming to games, but it's going to be hard to enforce. Your mark added those parks at the arena who want to walk to the mall will get special passes so not to be charged twice. Oh, isn't that, uh, that Gentile? Ooh, maybe they can stamp my forehead. But fans are still grumbling. Now, that would be for Ass Wednesday. It's ridiculous, said Wesby. One of the things that's nice about this arena is people can come up here, spend the day at the mall, then walk across and go to the game. It's convenient having them all so close. Well, that's what you thought. Yormark says the team has been working on the problem for months. He added he has informed Sunrise as well as Broward County Board of Commissioners about the new deal. The raw deal. The arena was built with county tax money, and the team runs the arena for the county. Yormark said he's spoken with Sawgrass officials in the past, not saying pedestrian bridge would be feasible... Redirecting traffic to other arena entrances is also being looked at, although most who park at the main gate where the pedestrians cross are high-money customers who pay a premium for parking there. When this building was built, it was never contemplated there would be walkovers from the mall, he said. Oh, that was good planning. Just like they had no drain. They had no drain system there. Remember that one day it was flooded. It was like swimming through the lake Uh to get to your car after the game. We know this is a major issue. We think we come up with the best solution. This isn't the first time a pro sports team has tried to discourage fans from parking for free and walking to games. In 2000, the Redskins began closing off streets around the suburban stadium, forcing fans who parked for free at nearby Landover Mall to pay for a bus ride to the stadium. Four years later, the Board of Administrative Appeals in Prince George's County, Maryland, said the road closures were improper. Free parking was resumed for those willing to make the hike to the stadium. And it should be this should be nixed right now before they start, okay? It's only the 14th of March. Don't do it! You people in Broward, you politicians out there, it's it's a Broward County deal. Maybe the county commissioner should nip this, nip it in the bud. Okay, it's unacceptable. And this crap about the money's going to charity, like the guy said, if that's really the case, then every person that they soak five bucks for, including the little kids, they should have a demand a written freaking receipt.
8: This is Neil Rudd. Everybody Rogers. be in there by midnight. This is Five Sixty G A S. <laughs>
1: Whitney, Florida Panthers. Happy 24th anniversary, Neil. Good luck the rest of your year.
8: On tonight's Action News. Action News. President Bush is heading home after his first trip to Pakistan.
4: President Bush also attended a cricket clinic for
9: high school boys. Taking a few swings himself.
8: Oh, they hit him. They are losing. They hit him again. It bothers me. And again. Whoa, right in the head. Oh, damn. Oh. Duty. It's like he was a Pakistani pinata. Damn. On tonight's action news.
0: 1046 at QM. Well, I'm just get to our Today's Poll right now. How do you like that? That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, before you know it, it'll be like 148. Eight hundred ninety-six votes on here. My sponsor, significant other is, and look at what a bunch of happy people we have out there. Yeah. I, you know, hearing about all these divorces, you know, fifty percent divorce rate, and all these people aren't divorced yet. Eight hundred ninety-six votes. My sponsor, significant other is a treasure. One hundred and seventy-two. Isn't that wonderful? Don't have one. One seventy. Yeah, sweet, sensational. Ninety-seven. Hot ninety. I hate this. Full seventy-nine. But so far, all positive things. A pain, but great in the sack. 64. Well, that's something. A nag. 62, George. (laughs) Annoying. 51. Aging badly. 43. Irreplaceable. 36. Somebody faxed that in this morning and you were like making fun of that.
2: Yeah. 36. So were you. you.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, of course, I make fun of all of it. A slob. 23. Stinky. 6. And gross. 3. But you're stuck. Those last few categories there. Pretty small percentage, though, let's see. To uh, about three and a half, four percent 4%. Stuck with some stinky slob. Gross. Well, there's one way to deal with that. Shoot him. Here's the facts from Ed Tant, columnist for the Athens Banner Herald in Athens, Georgia. Thanks for reprinting my columns from the Athens, Georgia Banner Herald Daily Newspaper on your website. I try without success to email you a thank you when you reprinted my March 4th Dubai Ports Deal column on your website. I have two sisters who live in Florida both are excited that you included my writings on your website. So am I, because I like having readers down in the Miami area. Thanks again. Have a great day in Florida. Thank you, Ed. And Al in Miami writes, I just had to tell you how great your About 30 uh, Man CD was. About 30, man. It is pure genius. Wow. Congratulations on a job. Well done. Thank you for entertaining us all these years. I'd like to commend George and Miguel for a great job producing a CD. Well, congratulations, George and Miguel, for producing a great CD. Yeah. Right. I have nothing to do with it. I want to keep it that way, please. Don't forget, noon to 2 at John the Baker, corner of a Pines and Flamingo, 12592 Pines Boulevard. And Rolly will have a limited supply of Panther parking passes just for a lot of people that are porked off of the Panther organization. WQAN, hello. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Pretty good. I have another option I'd like to
5: add to your poll. Okay. I can't answer this time without consulting my significant other.
2: Okay. I would like to... Yeah. Uh. Not. Right.
0: WQAM, hello. So, Neil. Yes, sir.
5: The, the, that video, that link that you have, nine eleven loose change? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I know it. But it, it raises too many questions, man. I know. And uh, if you actually talk to somebody who hasn't watched the video, they'll think you're nuts.
0: Well, uh, in, in that case, just don't tell them about it.
5: <laughs> hey, man, you're the best, man. Because if you do Todd,
0: they'll probably come and drag middle, your ass away anyhow in the middle of the night. They'll probably okay, turn okay. your ass in.
5: Yeah, I had a couple of friends over, over to my house last night, and
1: I, we watched the video because I have a big screen TV and yeah. hooked up the, like, the computer, and they were all glued in, man. Nobody walked away.
0: They were all glued in? I'll bet they were. Okay, listen, <laughs> hey, have a great day, pal. <laughs> they were all glued in with this big screen going. More than 70 dead in apparent reprisal killings in Iraq. Oh, geez. More bad news. You know something? Ed Rollins, who's a Republican the consultant, he was on, Do you see that last night with uh, Lou Dobbs? Sure did. And he said something about the good news from uh, the administration is uh, ripping the media because he's not uh, talking enough about the good news from Iraq. And Ed Rollins says there isn't any good news. That, that was a Republican oh. saying that. There isn't any good news. Authorities said at least 71 bodies were found in the Iraqi capital of Baghdad during a 30-hour period. About 30, man. Ending midday yesterday, or midday today. Excuse me, they're way ahead of us in some ways. Sparking fears that sectarian reprisal killings are continuing at a grisly pace. Grizzly pace. I'm Fifteen bodies were found Tuesday morning in a back of a pickup in a Sunni neighborhood in western Baghdad. The victims, all males between the ages of 25 and 40, have been strangled. Police also found 14 bodies in a shallow grave on the eastern side of the capital in a Shiite neighborhood with their hands tied behind their backs and bullets through their heads. And another two bodies that had been shot in a head were discovered in southern Baghdad. Police counted the recovery of 40 bodies during the 24 hours that ended at 6 o'clock this morning their time. It just goes on and on and on. Maureen Stapleton died. Yes, she did. When I first saw the story, I thought it was Jean Stapleton. Right, yeah, me, I thought, me too. Sorry. Oh, thank goodness it was only Maureen. Well, I, yeah. that's bad. She was, uh, she was nice. She was all right. She won an Oscar in 81 for playing anarchist writer Emma Goldman in Reds. Emma Goldman. Oi! But I have a feeling she was Irish. Maureen Stapleton, the Oscar-winning character actress whose subtle vulnerability and down-to-earth toughness uh, earned her dramatic and comedic roles on stage, screen, and TV, died Monday she was 80. That's old enough. Stapleton, a long time see, it's only uh, not old enough if you're like seventy eight. Right. Stapleton, a longtime smoker who had been living in Lenox, died from chronic pulmonary disease, said her son Daniel Allen Tuck. Stapleton, whose unremarkable matronly appearance belied her star personality and talent won Academy Award by Ben Reds. Uh, to prepare for the role, she said she tried reading Goldman's autobiography but soon chucked it out of boredom. <laughs> oh. She was nominated several times for supporting actress, including her first role in 58's Lonely Hearts, Airport in 70, Woody Allen's Interiors in 78. Also, 63, Musical Bye Bye Birdie, opposite Anne margaret and Dick Van Dyke. Johnny Dangerously, Cocoon, The Money Pit and Addicted to Love. She was good, Maureen Stapleton. She was likable, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? and not a good way to describe? I No problem with Likeable. It. By the way, we're going to have a 1,000 votes on that poll today before you can say Ishka Bibble. 9.15, too late, beat you. Crashfield's former game show host and wife, only uh, Chicken Eck and I will know who this is and people who watch the game show channel, and old farts like me. Former TV game show host and his wife were killed yesterday morning when their small plane crashed in the Santa Monica Bay Authority, said rescue crews were searching for a third person also aboard the plane. The bodies of Peter Tamarkin, 63, hosted the hit 80s game show Press Your Luck. Well, I guess he did, a little bit too much. And his wife, Kathleen Abigail Tamarkin, 41, were identified by the L.A. County Coroner's Orifice. The plane was on its way to San Diego to ferry a medical patient to the UCLA Medical Center, said Doug Griffith, a spokesman for Angel Flight West, a nonprofit which provides free air transportation for needy patients, but doesn't always get there. Evidently, Griffith said the pilot was a volunteer for the group. According to the FAA, the plane was registered to Tomarkin and he was the pilot. Uh oh, press your luck. The plane apparently had engine trouble, was headed back to Santa Monica Airport, about two miles inland, but went out about 9:35 a.m. just offshore. It was a big splash, a huge splash, and it started going down, it kept going down, going down. Uh, Tamarkin's death was first reported by Entertainment Tonight. Press Your Luck was known for its contestant shouting the slogan, Big Bucks, no whammies. You saw that show. Don't tell me you never saw that show. I never saw that show. never saw the whammy? No,
2: no you not did that show whammy. On whammy.
0: You Come on, Big Bucks, no whammies, no whammies. And then...
4: Whammy. God, it sucks.
0: Tamarkin's agent, Fred Westbrook said his client's first game show was Hitman, which ran 13 weeks on NBC, followed by a four-year hit, Press Your Luck, on CBS. He was also on Bargain Hunters, Wipeout, and Paranoia. He was always a fun guy to be around, Wasbrook said. He just loved the genre of game shows. Kind of like chicken neck. Loves the genre of game shows. WQAM Noodle Line, hello. Hey, Neil. Uh, hold on one second.
1: Let me turn this down. Uh, one thing in regard to this, this Panther thing, and... and Bear with me for a second while I explain. I'm very uh with the with the attendance this uh, reporting by them, if, say they have three thousand cars in their parking lot and they try to tell us there's an average of three people per car, that's nine thousand. They're reporting attendance of fourteen thousand, that means they had five thousand walk
5: ups, that's twenty five thousand times forty home gifts, that's a million dollars <laughs> a year they're gonna be donating, right? I don't and that's just Who knows? that should all be documented.
0: Okay, talk to us. Okay, talk to big brothers and big mothers about it. See if they're going to get the cash. It's going to be donated to charity. They're going to they're going to rip you off. So they listen. If you want to give the charity, you you, you know do it voluntarily. That's the way that's I look right. at it. If you want to help abandon pet rescue, then get our stuff. If not, then you that's your entire you're entitled to that. We hate you, but you're entitled to it. But other than that, this business of well, uh, this is the only way to deal with that bull crap. Just put more. I mean, they deal with it at the Air Canada Center here and every other venue I've ever seen. Just have more cops there, that's all. So it might cost you a few extra bucks. Big stinking deal. So jack up the price of food a little bit more, like uh, 50 bucks a hot dog instead of 40. Boy, just, I mean, you can't complain about their public relations. They just don't have any. They just don't have any. And the way that they keep begging and begging and emailing and sending stuff in the mail, oh, my God, my house is just inundated with panther droppings every single day. Just unbelievable. That's how desperate they are, but here's another way to piss off the fans, what few they got left. And if you think that resigning Oli Jokinen is going to uh, get more people to come in there, you're dreaming, okay? Most of the people in South Florida wouldn't know Oli Jokinen from uh, the Joker and Batman, you know what? You joking No, I'm telling you. And, and most of the people liked the the, uh, the Joker and Batman a hell of a lot better. Who the hell was that, the Joker?
2: The Joker? That was uh, Vincent Price. The, it was? No. Get out of here. Cesar Romero. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure?
0: Burgess Matt, Meredith was the penguin. Right. Frank Gorshin was the Riddler. Right. And Batman was his ward, not his...
8: This is Neil Rogers.
0: This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your <the> blame.
8: <laughs> Watch solid. Any questions?
0: pushing his Medicare plan in Rochester, New York, right across the lake from where I'm sitting right now. I thought I smelled something. It's 1101 at 560 WQAM. Public opinion of uh, the Bushmeister, speaking of that, hit a new low with concerns about the war in Iraq, driving his approval rating down to 36%, the lowest ever. According to the CNN USA Today Gallup poll, there was one other poll last week, it was down to 34. I don't know what that was, AP, Ipsos, whatever it was. All Mm. the polls all the time. Only 38% said they believed the nearly three-year-old war was going well for the U.S., down from 46% in January, while 60% said they believed the war was going poorly. That, of course, ought to be 98%. And 57% said they believed the March 2003 invasion of Iraq was a mistake. Near September's record eye, 59% in the same poll. Nearly half of those polls said they believed Democrats would do a better job managing the war, even though only a quarter of them said the opposition party has a clear plan for resolving the situation. 60% of those surveyed in the latest poll said so they disapproved of Bush's performance in Orifice, the same figure as the last poll. I mean, eventually he's going to have to, like, hit rock bottom. You know what I mean? Rock bottom. they going to be like, you know, what, you know what I'm saying? I thought he had. Like in the ratings. No, well, that's just what I'm saying. I mean, there's got to be somewhere there's a point at which he can't get any lower, because his base, you know, his base of rich uh, right-wing bastards and religious nut yeah. jobs, They'll hang on to him forever. Although I'll tell you who likes him a lot, though, is Mary Carey. <laughs> Porn starlet Mary Carey to dine with Bush again. Triple X movie actress who caused a stir last summer is eating dinner at the White House again. This way, well, I guess he likes her, maybe. Who knows? I mean, Laura seems awfully boring to me. I mean, really boring. Not as frigid as the Ice Princess, but boring. Mary Carey, the Bucks and Triple X movie star, caused an uproar last year for dining with President Bush and her pornographer... Apparently, still has a hunger for the nation's capital. Will have dinner with the president once again this week. He's not invite- inviting Al Goldstein, and believe me, he probably needs to meet a lot more than she does. The former candidate for California governor is to attend the United to Victory dinner with Bush on Thursday and have lunch at a related event Wednesday, tomorrow, where Bush advisor Carl Rove is the guest speaker. Well, he won't be looking at her. Hey, Carl. you fairy. No, he's married, isn't he? Then we find out he's got a wife. Yeah, no, he's uh, divorced or something like that. I don't know. Had a wife once. She says she's taken part of the invitation of National Republican Congressional Committee, which is organizing the events. I'm really excited to be going back to Washington, D.C. to see the president again, said Kerry. Everyone thinks that politicians are stuffy, but we all had a great time last year. I had fun signing a lot of autographs. Wait till they see that I've lost 20 pounds since last time they saw me. Watch out, Mr. President, she says. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, hey, maybe that's a good idea. That's the way we can get him impeached. That seems to be the only thing that will do it. According to a news release, Carrie Slater received the 2005 California Business Woman of the Year Award for her efforts in starting Mary Carey Productions, Inc. I'm always excited to learn more about what's going on in our nation's capital, since most people in the porn industry think an Iraqi pullout is a form of safe sex, she quipped. not that cute? Yeah. Cute. Since I'm seriously considering running for governor of California again, I'm going to need a lot of support from Republican lawmakers nationwide, however I can get it. The NRCC is the same group that accepted five thousand dollars from Carrie and her pornographer Mark Colkus of Kick Ass Pictures. Look at that. What? Where's this in? <clears throat> this is on uh, World Net Daily. Kick a blank blank pictures. They won't even call Kick Ass. Allowed the pair to take part in the 2005 Flag the fag Day dinner. Asked by WND last year about the propriety of the Republican Party collecting $5,000 from a pornographer and the example such an appearance set for the moral climate of the nation, White House Press Secretary Scott McClellan said, I think you need to direct those questions to the committee itself. When WND contacted the NRCC about the Flag Day event, spokesman Carl Forte said, they pay their money no matter what they do. The money is going to help elect Republicans in the House. In other words, they're not choosy. They'll take the money. And Kerry said despite her racy occupation, she's still a Christian. It has her own aspirations of winning the presidency in the future. I read the Bible and pray every night, she explained. Oh, I guarantee you, a lot of folks out there vote for her before they vote for Bush. Carrie, whose real name is Mary Ellen Cook, says she was named after the Mary Ellen character on the Walton's TV show. How do you like that? Born in Cleveland, she was raised in Fort Lauderdale. Studied theater in college, worked jobs in restaurants before trying stripping, and then making the decision to enter the world of celluloid sex. I kind of wanted to be a porn star, she said. I wasn't raped or abused. With a Lutheran grandmother, Carrie says she attended church regularly till the age of 12. Despite having numerous sexual partners, she remains proud of her occupation. I probably have less sex with those guys than a college girl typically has. It doesn't make me less moral, she said. I'm sure a lot of Christians have had sex before marriage. God reads my heart. I'm a good person. I think I have morals, more morals than the politicians at Orifice. I don't rob, steal, hurt, or lie. A lot of politicians do that, like the one she's having dinner with. When asked about Bible versus condemning adultery, she responded, Bill Clinton committed adultery. Doing it adult movies is acting, portraying a rule. It's not Mary Ellen Cook, the real me. That's right, yeah. Yeah, see, he was role the bad player. guy. She's good. She does it for a living. She gets paid for it. That makes he it was doing it to satisfy his lust and the fact he's married to a frigid bull dyke. You figure it out. Okay, I guarantee you we're getting closing in 947. Oh, thank heaven for 947. My spouse or significant other is a treasure. 180. That is so sweet. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sweet. And we're already well past Valentine's Ooh. Day. Don't have one. 175. Congratulations. Of course, they could be too young, but I don't think so. Or maybe they're like uh, divorced. Or maybe their spouse is dead. Or maybe sensational. Or maybe they don't want one. Sensational 103. Hot. 92. Well, we believe you. Don't we? No. I hate this pool night, 86. A pain, but great in the sack, 69. I mean, what could count more than that? Nothing. A nag, 63. Yeah. I'm waiting for that sound again. No. No, I give you, you an opening. You can drive a okay. Mack truck through
2: there. Drive Godzilla through it.
0: Annoying, 53. Aging badly, 48. In other words, when they met, they, you know, in their 20s, they were both were hot. They were uh, they, uh, sexually attracted. It was great. And now, oh, God. Irreplaceable, 46. A slob, 23. Stinky, 6. And gross, only 3. Thank God. Only 3 of them say that their spouse or mate is gross. Grotesque. And, of course, probably the ones that you know had one like that, if they were smart, they dumped it already, right? Right. right in the river. They were smart. John DeBaker, noon to two today, 12592 Pines Boulevard. That's the Home Depot Shopping Center, Pines and Flamingo. Roly will be there with the q and I don't think you said Miguel was going to be there. Maybe they'll both be there. I, I don't know. But... Uh, whoever is there have a limited supply of Panther parking passes to give away. Free passes to park. Now, that whole, that rip-off deal, that rape of the public doesn't start till July 1st. But, you know, what's wrong with having a parking pass? Just another way of sticking to the organization mm. that's trying to stick it to you folks. Oh, and speaking of our schedule today, I'm so glad I thought of that. We were going to have Bo on today, but I'm sure somebody thought better of that because it's Tuesday, that means it's the Jacques Martin Froggy Show at 3 this afternoon. The Panther coach, Jack Martin. So Geldy's on instead of Bo. Because, you know, the idea of Bo interviewing the Panther coaches. I'm sure that Geldy will press the issue of the uh, parking situation. No! Not, not. And, of course, well, the, the coach has nothing
4: to do with that. He got it.
0: Yeah, right. Mad Dog, 4 to 6.50. At 6.50, it's Hurricanes baseball against Fordham. Fordham. Talk about a little girl's school. Eddie Kay at 10 o'clock tonight. Who was the Fordham Flash? Was that Frankie Frisch? Huh? I'm asking Josh. He's the sports maven. Oh, yeah, because I know so much about Fordham. And about Frankie Frisch, who, you know, died 100 years ago. Look up Google Fordham Flash. That was the nickname for some great athlete. I think it was uh, Frankie Frisch. San Diego woman says she was fired for having an Air America bumper sticker. How do you like that? This is what America is becoming, boys and girls. Although I do have one good piece of news. Where is it? I said the good news way in the back of my pile. People don't want to hear it. Oh, before I do that about the uh, San Diego bitch... Jay Benish, this is Aurora, Colorado. Good news tonight. Oh! Jay Benish returned to his classroom uh, this, uh, yesterday morning as Overland High School sought to return normalcy in the wake of a national controversy over his teaching methods. Mr. Benish is a member of our family, and as such, he'll be welcomed back here, said Principal Jana Freeler in a brief press conference outside the school. A ty- By the way, happy him, Frankie Frisch. What'd I tell you? Fordham Flash. But do I know my crap, my useless trivia or what? Let's yeah. get Mike Spinel on here, play a little trivia. What do you say? No. A tight rein was kept on members of the media who were restricted to one spot on the north side of the school property and didn't see Benish enter the building. It was the first day back in class for Benish after being put on paid administrative leave March 1 after a 10th grader's 21 minute recording of a Benish lecture the way world geography class is made public. Yeah, he's recording the teacher. Little snitch, okay? You ought to be shot. Benish was reinstated Friday after two days of meetings between Benish, Cherry Creek school officials, and Benish's attorney, David, don't call me Lois Lane. Benish has been widely criticized for politically charged remarks caught on the recording of a February 1 class. His comments that they included is drawing a comparison between President Bush and Adolf Hitler. What's wrong with that? I've been saying that for about two years now, at least. Freyler yesterday morning said she'd been well aware that Benish's geography discussion typically go beyond learning the names of rivers, mountain ranges, and state capitals. It's not about maps anymore, she said. It's about politics. It's about religion. It's about culture. In other words, about real things, about life, as opposed to where is a Ceylon on a map, which it ain't even there anymore. Now it's Sri Lanka, man. It's still a turd. One of Benish's students, sophomore Chelsea Williams, said she's glad Benish is back in the classroom. She doesn't expect to see much change. He might be a little more cautious now, she said, who was in the specific class that had been recorded by classmate Sean Allen. Oh, we're going to get your ass, Sean. The whole class is going like, to corner you and beat you to a bloody pulp. How do you like that? I thought he made it clear he wasn't saying Bush and Hitler were the same person, but I think some students might have got the wrong impression. Yeah. yeah they're not the same person. They're just similar in their tactics. That's right. Although Hitler was a much better speaker. Right. More dynamic. Smart. And he was at least uh, able to speak that language. The one he was supposed to speak. Right. As opposed to... Abu San Diego woman says she was fired for having an Air America bumper sticker. Linda LaRocca has filed suit against her former manager, Be- Beverly Fath, and her former company, Advantage Sales and Marketing, Inc. in San Diego, because she says she was fired at it because of a bumper sticker. According to LaRocca, Fath saw her 1360 Air America talk radio bumper sticker and called it that Al Franken left-wing radical radio station. By the way, Franken in 49 minutes. Laroka says, Fathen told her, the country's on a state of high alert. For all I know, you could be Al-Qaeda, and then fired her on the spot. Because she has an Air America bumper sticker. You could be Al-Qaeda.
2: Should have said we are firing you for having bad taste.
0: Yeah. California's labor law prohibits employers from controlling or directing their employees' political activities. LaRocca is seeking lost wages and damages not only for violation of the state labor law, but for wrongful termination, emotional stress, and violation of the state constitution. I say like $50 million easy to this broad. And as far as Beverly Fath is concerned, screw you, honey. What a joke. Put her in the same category with Joyce.
8: This Stick a rubber ball Neil in her mouth, Rogers. okay? This Where's the circle with that red rubber ball?
4: Excuse me, but I do believe that's just ass. It's a wonder boy toy. Had a major windstorm. start. Watch the Hershey Highway.
0: Yeah, well I got a bad memory, you know that. It's uh well I wasn't gonna let that go. It's eleven i Q I'm not sure that Josh was all over it like stink on gray. He was in the bathroom. You know, he's been spending an awful lot of time in the bathroom lately. Hey, I came back. Let's come on. Yeah.
2: That was just uh, you know what? One of those uh one a of those things a short break.
0: Paul in L.A. says a whole bunch of stuff here a Long Facts. Uh, thank you, Paul, but uh, go away. Very long and very uh, ponderous. I bet you we got almost a 1,000 votes now. Yeah, yesterday, uh, if you missed the show, Josh Cordes was in the tea room for like about a half an hour there toward the latter part of the show. And we were wondering if he'd ever come back. But he said he was having a comfortable deuce and, you know, 974 votes. I mean, what's more important, okay, a comfortable deuce or taking care of business? Well, I guess he was. That's right. 5670560, oh, pound 560, the Verizon singular wireless lines, only 42 minutes away from that bigger prince. I thought it was going to be snowing here today, but they can't forecast the weather here for crap, which is great. If you know that last night it got up to like 56 uh, degrees, and then this morning it was like 34. In fact, right now it's 32. But the sun is shining, and there's no snow, so we'll take it. You stay where you are, and I'll stay where I am. Okay. Vanity Fair reports that former Washington Post executive editor Ben Bradley says it's reasonable to assume, even though he denies saying this, that former State Department official Richard Armitage is likely the source of revealed CIA operative Valerie Plame's name to the Post assistant managing editor Bob Woodward. In an article to be published in the magazine today in Vanity Fair, Bradley is quoted as saying that Armitage is the likely source of, uh, let me say it again, that Armitage is the likely source of a fair assumption. Armitage was Deputy Secretary of State in President Bush's first term. In an interview yesterday, Bradley says he does know the identity of a Source and does not recall making that precise statement to a Vanity Fair reporter. He said he has no interest in unmasking the official. I don't think I said it, he said. Well, well you get to be his aide, you know. I, I know who his source is, but I don't want to get into it. I haven't told a soul who it is. But Vanity Fair says he said it was Richard Armitage. Who do you believe? I believe Vanity Fair, my son. Mm-hmm. In fact, don't we have a bit on the cover of Vanity Fair? Yes, we do. I think it goes...
5: I'm not going to play it.
4: But... I don't
5: believe it. Just little Look
4: keys. at that girl. Well, she's a
5: big-name beauty who's appeared in movies, and you've seen her in the picture show. Yeah, I saw a Ghost Bruce Willis. <laughs> Willis is her hubby, and she's got a little baby that she brings to the studio. Right.
4: She makes all kind of dough all kinds of clothes, but the clothes she doesn't wear... Are the clothes that are painted on the girl was naked on the
0: cover of the Vanity Fair. Oh! Vanity Fair. Okay, that's enough. 20 past 11 at 560 WQAM. Feingold. Remember that big cynicism you we were going to have about yesterday with Russ Feingold? And then, of course, Arlen yeah, yeah. and the inspector there try to, like, shut him up. Well, I want to have a copy of that. I anyway, mean, he's holding up. Like, here's the copy. Okay, shut up, you idiot. Go find that magic bullet on the stretcher. You get lost. But the Democrats continue to be spineless like a bunch of jellyfish, Wait and it's just uh, your America, man. Little girls. L- that little girls would be an insult to little girls. Democrats distanced themselves yesterday from Wisconsin Senator Russ Feingold's efforts to censure President Bush over domestic spying, maneuvering to prevent a vote that could alienate voters. See, that, that's what it's all about. We don't want to alienate the voters. Now what's good for the country... Not what makes uh, sense, not what people, responsible people, ought to be doing. Oh, we don't want to alienate voters. Well, you know something? You deserve the trashing that you're getting, mm-hmm. the Democrats. You deserve exactly what you got, because you suck. Republicans dared Democrats to vote for the proposal. Some Democrats in Congress have decided the president is the enemy, Vice President uh, uh, Dead Eyed Dick Cheney told a Republican audience in Fine home state. Feingold, a potential presidential candidate, sit on the Senate floor, the president has violated the law and Congress must respond. A formal censure by Congress is an appropriate and responsible first step to assure the public that when the president thinks he can violate the law without consequences, Congress has the will to hold him accountable. Even as he spoke, Democratic leaders maneuvered to hold off the immediate vote that Majority Leader Bill Fist requested. Throughout the day, Feingold's fellow Democrats said they understood his frustration, but they held back support for the resolution. Several said they wanted to first see the Senate Intelligence Committee finish an investigation of the warrantless wiretapping program that Bush authorized as part of his war on terrorism. Asked at a news conference whether he'd vote for the censure resolution. Senate Minority Leader Harry Reid and Nevada declined to endorse it, said he hadn't read it. Yeah, right. Bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-bop, yeah. All picking up right where John Kerry left off in 2004.
4: Rapping, rapping, rapping. Rapping, rapping, rapping.
0: And then, of course, there's the... Rapping, rapping, rapping. That one. Senator Ju Lieberman... Said he hadn't read it either, wasn't inclined simply to scold the president. I'd prefer to see us solve the problem, he told reporters. Right. I'm sorry, he said, I prefer to see us. Yeah.
8: (laughs) A wimpy, wimpy,
0: whiny piece of dreck. God. Happy Purim, Jew Lieberman. Get lost. Nancy Pelosi said she understands Feingold's frustration that the facts about the NSA domestic surveillance program haven't been disclosed appropriately to Congress or office in the statement. Both the House and Senate must fully investigate the program and assign responsibility for any laws that may have been broken. And of course, it's got quotes. I'm not going to read it, the resolution, because it's, uh, it's a moot point, you know. It's like reading the Constitution on here. What's the point? It's uh, like your president said, just a piece of paper. Who cares? Howard Stern fumes at CBS. Do you care about this? No. Evidently, uh, not too many others did, either. because Letterman got pounded by Leno last night. That's what Miss Fudge says. You know, Luella Parsons' um, drudge? Yeah. See, I thought that he wanted to be Walter Winchell, but he wants to be Luella Parsons, and doing a hell of a job, lady. Hey, uh, Matt, you fairy! Radio shock, Jock Howard Stern, and I, I, why do they, all, they, always, they have to always say that? Do they do always have it. to put it in Shock this, shock my ass. Know what Jack Nicholson said? Something like that. Radio shock, Jock Howard Stern is returning. You know, I'm having a uh, since I had that dental work last week. Yeah. I, I think he, like, um, I, I maybe was having my mouth jammed open for, like, an hour 20 minutes straight. Yeah, that'll do it. But, like, the upper inside of my cheek is, like, uh, jamming against it. And I've already had the wisdom tooth out up there that was, like, on both sides. And so I'm, like, talking to, like, Daffy Duck now until it either heals up up there or maybe I'm going to have to get that tooth shaved down. Maybe I'm going to have to sue that dentist because I never had that problem before. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think he had my mouth jammed open in a very unnatural position which I know the position my mouth should be in when it's, well. Howard Stern resumed his war of words with CBS on CBS. And guess what website this is on? Capitol Hill Blue? No. CBS? Yes. Stern, who's <laughs> Stern, who is embroiled in a multimillion-dollar of contract lawsuit filed against him by his ex-employer, was back on the Tiffany Network Monday for an appearance last night on the Late Show with David Letterman. Stern left CBS in December to move to satellite radio. Letterman gave Stern a good-natured introduction. It's weird not having Howard on the regular radio, said Letterman, while Stern was still backstage. It's like having a loved one who passed you who passed away. You can still sense his presence, but you can only contact him through satellite radio. <laughs> oh, no wonder I don't watch that show. But there were no hearts and flowers, and reconciliation was definitely not on the menu as Stern strode on stage wearing what he called the official "I Hate Leslie Moonves" T-shirt with a photo of Moonves, CBS president and CEO, at the Oscars. Stern, who signed with Sirius Satellite Radio to escape clashes over the often over-the-line content of his show, blasted Moonves for partying at the Oscars at a time when the network's radio division profits are down in the wake of Stern's exit. Way down. Way, way down. The only problem being that Sirius and uh, XM are also off-tourists. I did nothing that they did not approve, said Stern. "Les Moonves has taken the stockholder's money and filed a frivolous lawsuit to try to cover up what's going on in the radio division. That's not how CBS saw it, dismissing suggestion that there was an effort to keep Stern off the Letterman show. We did not stand in the way of Howard appearing on our own airwaves tonight, said CBS in a statement. We believe his appearance was his desperate attempt to distract attention from the facts of the case. We hope in subsequent coverage of that appearance that the media is not seduced or fooled in any way. Howard Stern has done something wrong, and we intend to demonstrate this wrongful conduct in court. No, you people did something wrong. You left him on the air when he was promoting Sirius. You could have taken him off at any point, but you wanted to continue squeezing that sponge and getting every last dime out of his ass while he was still on your stations. That's what it's all about, CBS. Letterman, though, of course, sucking up, tossed in a few kind words for the boss. Pointing to Moonves' record as the man who took the network from third to first place, Letterman said, you cannot acknowledge, the, you can't not acknowledge the success that the guys had. <laughs> CBS's breach of contract lawsuit against Stern, agent Don Buckwald, and see, he's got a real agent. And Sirius claims that in the final months of at the network, he improperly used CBS radio airwaves to promote his new show on Sirius. CBS also says Stern discussed his plans with Sirius without disclosing them to CBS, as he was contractually required to do. And a partridge in a pear tree. You missed that? I bet you missed it.
2: Yeah, I bet you missed this uh, fact somebody just sent over here about Representative Harris may bow out of Senate race.
0: You mean the story that we had on yesterday that's yeah, on our website the one. And
2: again today with an update? That's the one. That's what we oh. get all day.
0: Oh. And you hear about her plane? What about it? I've heard about her pan- oh, wait a minute, attorney who gave off limits to info to witnesses needs a lawyer. Government attorney, I don't know what that means. Do you have any idea what that means? No. Just in, though, on CNN, breaking news. Government attorney could be held in criminal contempt. Good. Well, at least they don't have what's-her-name on there from the Pentagon, that guy who dressed up as a woman. Hey, Beach Board has gone mad, speaking of nuts, uh, the crazy people. Madness in March is going on right now and all this month at Beach Ford. They just missed having a record last month, so they plan to break that record this month. Right now, extended cab Ford 150s are as low as $249 a month with just $995 down, plus fees with approved credit and a 39-month lease. Madness in March at Beach Ford means you must be mad. You've got to be nuts not to take advantage of rebates and discounts of up to 10 grand on all new and used vehicles. If you're not in the market for a new car right now, but you know somebody who is, send them into Beach Ford. Because if they take delivery in March, Beach Ford will send you 200 bucks in cash just for you sending them by. Don't miss out on this once-a-year event. Beach Ford's Madness in March going on right now. You can't beat it anywhere. Extended cab Ford F-150 is as low as 249 bucks a month. Discounts and rebates up to 10 grand and $200 just for sending by a friend. Hurry and Beach Ford is located two miles east of Golden Glades on 163rd Street and West Dixie Highway. Tell Paul that Old Neil sent you by because I guarantee you it's absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're going to love your Beach Ford experience.
8: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560
4: QAM. Who's going to give Ricky a blow?
0: Oh, did I mention prosecutors uh, say that uh, the 14-year-old boy who was beaten and kicked by guards in a juvenile boot camp did not die of a blood disorder as a medical examiner initially ruled. And, of course, they got the videotape. Let's go to the videotape. Okay, here it is. And they uh, beat the crap out of him, and he died. So all that crap about, what? oh, sickle cell, and it was genetic. Uh, yeah, right. Even the right-wing New York Post, remember the article I had yesterday about the uh, secretary of HHS, Michael Levitt? Yes. About the tuna and powdered milk? Even yeah. Rupert Murdoch's uh, extremely right-wing New York Post is making fun of that. They got an online article today. Its a headline says "Fishy Bird Flu Advice." With a picture of Michael Levin under it says "Stock up on tuna." Uncle Sam is advising <laughs> Oh god. Uncle Sam's advising people to store canned tuna and powdered milk under their beds to be ready for an avian flu outbreak. What we're talking about here is preparedness, and preparedness saves lives, Secretary of HHS Michael Levitt, who made the recommendation over the weekend in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Addressing the Wyoming Pandemic Flu Summit, the nation's health chief said, when you go to the store and buy three cans of tuna fish, buy a fourth and put it under the bed. When you go to the store to buy milk, buy powdered milk and put that under the bed. Levitt also said people should try to accumulate up to a six-week supply of food, water, medicine, and other essentials. Preparation should be no different than for a two-week blizzard. It's just a good idea," he said. "It's called self-reliance." His advice recalls a February 2003 recommendation from ex Homeland Security Secretary Tom Ridge: buy duct tape to seal up your home in the event of a chemical or biological strike. Don't forget the recommend- Queen. The recommendation sparked a run on duct tape, but was rescinded a week after uh, after critics such as Mayor Bloomberg called it preposterous, <laughs> preposterous, out say of the century, ridiculous, ludicrous. Keep everybody on edge, baby. Keep them peeing in their pants, because it's all about safety, safety, safety. So what if the Arabs are running the ports? Who the hell cares? And by the way, I have some bad news on that, too. Do Mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. Where's that story about the Dubai folks? By the way, Oprah, are you going to do that show in the Dubai? Come on, Oprah. Be a sellout. Wouldn't be the first time. The Dubai-owned company that promised to surrender its U.S. port operations has no immediate plans, to sell its US subsidiaries interested in Miami Seaport, a senior executive wrote yesterday in a private email to business associates. Even if DP World were to sell its Miami operations to quell the congressional furor over an airborne company managing major US ports, that would probably take a while, wrote Robert Scavone, a vice president for DP World's US subsidiary. The email obtained by the AP added to questions raised since DP World's announcement last week that it'll divest US port operations it acquired when it bought London based peninsula and Oriental Steam Navigation Company. DP World has said those operations are worth roughly 700 million bucks. The takeover touched off a political uproar over the Bush administration's earlier approval of the deal without an intensive 40-day security investigation. The company initially sought to quiet the dispute by submitting voluntarily to such an investigation. Last week, DP World backed away from the deal further. It pledged to transfer fully its U.S. operations to an unspecified American company and said DP World will suffer no economic loss. The company has steadfastly declined to clarify its statement over the timing of any possible sale. Leading congressional critics have threatened to intervene if DP World's plans fall short of a full divestiture of its U.S. operations. Scavone told AP in an interview that his email was intended to reassure officials at the Port of Miami Terminal Operating Company, which manages operations there and is half owned by DP World subsidiary, that uncertainty surrounding the Dubai port deal would not affect its work in Miami. Dun, 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 dun. I just mentioned that in passing. All right. Not that we should care about such matters, okay? Why not let the Arabs run the whole thing? I, th- I think it's racist. Uh, it, it's Islamophobia. That, yeah, there you go. If we don't want to let them. Uh, just because, you know, there are a bunch of terrorists out there. I mean, the whole thing is so idiotic on the face of it. Got all these good friends, you know. And, of course, there was Jew Lieberman basically saying the same thing. You see him standing out there saying crap. Don't want to upset our Arab friends. Don't want to piss off the, the Arab street. Him and Susan Collins, although at least she's usually lately on the right side of issues, but she's still whiny and annoying. But he's on a whiny and annoying on the wrong side of every issue, Jewel Lieberman. I hope he chokes on his humantash. How do you like that? Yeah, that's probably eating them little stale kind, little bricks. 10-10 wins New York. I mean, 10-10 votes. Look at that. It's only a little after 11.30. Hey, where's now your I...
2: care package from Dave Halberstam already? I beg your pardon? He always sends something on Purim.
0: But he knows I'm not there. He doesn't want you eating. He doesn't, he doesn't want to send hamatashin to, to Goyim. He sends it anyway, and I do eat it. Well, you better, better get there today. I guess he uh, forgot about you. About you? Of course, as far as Josh is concerned, he don't need to be eating any more uh, free food. They've been making too many trips to the tea room these last couple of days.
1: Well, what it's all about with
0: the free food, man. I think it's really annoying, this thing. About, yeah, I think I'm going to sue this dentist. Remember I t- raved about how good he was? Yes, he did. I think either that or he's got to, like, uh, chop down the, like the side of that tooth up there. It's like cutting into my cheek. Oh, no. You ever have that? Yeah. You have? Well,
2: I mean, not every once in a while I take a bite out of your cheek. and you're No, I'm not your talking
0: throat. about biting the cheek. I'm talking that as I'm talking, it's like oh, you're cutting, it's cutting into the, uh, that part of the cheek there. I never did that before. Yeah, that I think big. he's got my, like, uh, mouth all sideways now. Uh-oh. I think my bicuspids are where my molars used to be. I don't even know what what, what bicuspids are. Ask uh, what's his name, Brian Williams there. He's got a lot of teeth. Okay. Little tiny ones. Pakistan Weekly spills 9-11 beans. Oh, God. Maybe that's what smells so bad. Some of them packy guys. The Pakistan Foreign Office had paid tens of thousands of dollars to lobbyists in the U.S. to get anti-Pakistan references dropped from the 9-11 Inquiry Commission report the Friday Times has claimed. Where's that newspaper? In Calcutta, India. Boy, they hate each other like poison. Yeah, Man. they do. Like Poison. The Pakistani Weekly said its story is based on disclosures made by Foreign Service officials to the Public Accounts Committee at a secret meeting in Islamabad on Tuesday. It claimed that some of the commission members were also bribed to prevent them from including damaging information about Pakistan. The magazine said the PAC-grilled officials in the presence of Foreign Secretary Riaz Mohammed Khan, see, they all got the same names, and Special Secretary Sher Afghan on the money paid to the lobbyists. They were hounding him. The disclosure sheds doubt on the integrity and honesty of the members of the 9-11 Inquiry Commission and, above all, the authenticity of the information on their final report, it said. The report quoted an officer saying that dramatic changes were made in the final draft of the Inquiry Commission after the lobbyists got to work. The panel was formed to probe the 9-11 terror attack and make suggestions to fight terrorism. After the commission tipped the lobbyists about the damaging revelations on Pakistan's rule in 9-11, they contacted the panel members, asked them to go soft on the country. The Friday Times claims a lot of money was used to silence these members. Oh, there's nothing like a silent member. According to the report, lobbyists also have Pakistan win the sympathy of 75 U.S. congressmen as part of its strategy to guard Islamabad's interest in Washington. U.S. softened, toward Paci- uh, US softened towards Pakistan only because of the efforts of the foreign orifice, an official was quoted as saying in the report. The Pakistan Foreign Office defended the decision to hire the lobbyists, saying it was an established practice in the U.S., eh? Lobbyists, man, just like Bob and those uh, schmutz heads from the UAE, eh? An observer at the Islamabad meeting said money could play an important role in buying powerful people. The remark came in response to comments made by some U.S. officials after 9-11 that Pakistanis will sell their mothers for a dollar. <laughs> All right. Wow. I'm not give you 50 cents. Pakistan had emerged as a front-runner in the fight against terrorism unleashed by the U.S. after the terrorist strikes. Washington pumped billions of dollars to win President Pervez Musharraf's support and launching a crackdown on al-Qaeda network thriving on the Pakistan-Afghanistan border. And then, of course, by giving all the nukes for mangoes to India just a few days ago, they proved they were wasting all that money. How are those mangoes? I haven't gotten mine yet. I I don't know. I know that those shirataki noodles are pretty good. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was fabulous. You know, I mean, it was only one guy. It's not like we had a flood of people. I mean, who, if you were going around asking people, well, what about the talking noodles? They'd look at you like, hey, what? Huh? What are you saying? Joyce, if Joyce heard you say that, she'd probably like put the stuff uh-huh. with that red apple in your mouth. My spouse or a significant other is thousand and fifteen votes. A treasure, hundred ninety. Don't have one, one eighty five. Sensational, one oh nine. As in PT one oh nine. Hot ninety five. Don't we own that station? Hot ninety five? I think that was Ion on it. We don't. I hate this pool ninety one. A pain but great in the sack seventy six. A nag sixty eight <laughs> annoying sixty one. Irreplaceable fifty seven and you were laughing at that guy. And I was too. Uh, aging badly forty eight a slob twenty six stinky six fe and gross solamente trace. <laughs>
8: This is Neil Rogers. Thanks, God. This is 560
4: QAM. Howard David's a bitch.
8: Hey, get over with that dude he said today He's got a lot of noise to talk about me that way I don't give a crap what that fairy has to say If he wants I to, want to close six cigars, then what? <laughs> the I'll have you know, I know what I'm talking about Every morning at the condo, I take the elevator down And on my way to the car, when I pull my folding basket out I give a free condo paper The toys are back in town The toys are back in town The, toys are back in town.
4: the, toys, the toys. The boys are back in town. Oh, wow, wow, wow. The boys are back in
8: town. The oh, boys wow, wow. The boys are back and down. The boys town. The boys
4: and I said The
8: The 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 I know everything that's going on in the Why, I even know all the new Mahjong rules. I'm hip to the jive, Daddy-O-U. Too bad
4: you're going back today. It's a better show when I take your place.
8: I know I ain't no ex-oily, but when they drop, my voice will
0: change. A little
4: smoothie.
3: Speaking of,
0: uh, two o'clock this afternoon, we got guilty two to four, because we can't make up our mind who we want no more. That's just, uh, it's going to be a source of such embarrassment and humiliation. I mean, it's the 14th of March, for Christ's sakes. Anyway, Yachty 2-4 with Jacques Martin, the uh, froggy coach of your Panthers at 3. And he'll give you all sorts of uh, answers and alibis. And, we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to make the play. No, we're not. Mad Dog, 4-6.50. to 650. Hurricanes baseball against Fordham. Frankie, first to Fordham flash. six fifty. He's playing tonight. And then Eddie k at 10. Yeah, by the, the way, way Rollie's already out there at John the Baker. Well, how do you like Lower. that? No the early bird gets the worm. That's true. I mean, that's what they're giving him. Roley is at John DeBaker right now till 2 this afternoon. He's the early bird, you turd. That's at 12592 Pines of Boulevard, the John DeBaker location in uh, Home Depot Shopping Center, Pines of Flamingo. He's got the uh, QAM uh, best of 30, stuff, CDs and T-shirts. And he has a limited supply, if you get there early, of Panthers parking passes, which is our way of protesting against this grotesque, this outrageous rape of the, uh, not only the Panther fans, but anybody else who's going to the Macarena Arena to attend a concert, a um, uh, curling match, whatever they're going there for, you know. Just once again, sticking it to the public. Stick it, stick it. It's not bad enough that they soak you those ridiculous prices for the tickets. That's not bad enough for what's usually like a minor league team. That, that's not bad enough. And not bad enough that they're overcharging for the really mediocre concessions, the food that my dogs wouldn't have eaten. No, that's not bad enough. If it's not, you know, it, it's just, you know, I, I just refuse to show for that organization. I mean, it just it's pointless because uh, all the years that that thing has been around and it's basically a massive failure, okay? And it's always, well, uh, you know, look at this and they resign Jokinen and they're like right on the verge and they're only like uh, 11 points behind, yeah, 11 points behind my ass. You got a better chance of making the playoffs than they do. How do you like that, George? Oh, good. I'm there. I can now, play hockey. the same guy from L.A. that uh, facts before that is just desperate for me to read. Although, this is kind of interesting. Check out the article from the L.A. Times entitled, Cables Fall from Grace. Now, the only interesting part is it says the article also tells the truth about Nancy Grace's story of being an alleged crime victim. On that issue, the article reads, This week, the New York Observer reported that Grace's frequently repeated account of the tragedy that made her a crime victim doesn't quite comport with the facts. Her version of the event and its legal aftermath notwithstanding, it turns out that Grace's fiance Keith Griffin, was not the victim of random robbery murder, but instead was killed by a mildly retarded former co-worker disgruntled over his recent firing. When it comes to Grace's record as Fulton County prosecutor, CNN headline chooses to overlook the fact that since she became a broadcaster, a federal appeals court and the Georgia Supreme Court have overturned three of the convictions she obtained as DA and it in each instance cited her unethical conduct. How do you like that?
5: Oh, my and answer God. answer, Grace,
0: my ass. God, is she annoying? Yeah, and unethical hair. Oh, geez. Okay, friend. Well, thank you, friend. As phony as a forty-six and a half dollar bill. Good God. And this is, uh, you know, this is what television. Television is the the, the evil. Uh, forget about Iran, Iraq, North Korea. Television is the most evil force in the world. Isn't that what Howard Beale said, and he was, and he was right. absolutely correct. Who knows what kind of crap will be peddling, peddling for t- uh, truth on television? And that's right. That's what they peddle, crap. And there's that Wolf Blitzkrieg man with his hip boots all the way up to his damn ass. And, uh, yeah, I like the fact that Jack Cafferty, no matter what he says, Jack Cafferty just blows him off. You know, he just continues rambling mm-hmm. and ranting. I, I, I like Jack Cafferty lately. He, I think I think he was in the same class that Lou Dobbs got when they got Maybe. religion
2: together. They got the same bug.
0: Because they generally tended to be pretty much, uh, you know, suck-ups for the right wing. But now, all of a sudden, they both, in the last uh, few weeks, they're like ripping ass. And uh, he was making fun, Jack Cafferty, yesterday about uh, that whole bird flu thing and the milk and the powdered milk under the bed and the uh, tuna. And what a joke. And, and Wolf Blitzkrieg stands there with a straight face and says, Well, Jack, or uh, the possibility of a worldwide pandemic that could have men." And Cafferty just blew him right off. The most boorish jackass that was ever on television, Wolf Blitzkrieg. I hope they drag your ass off TV in the middle of a newscast, you idiot. I hope the liberals come in there and take over CNN. Take you all hostage. God, what a joke. Especially that Dan Abash and that Dan Kira Phillips, the two of them. The El Antichristi, two of them. See, who who said there was only going to be one Antichrist, right? Couldn't there be several Antichrists? Uh, Let me check. I'll look it up. Here's an update on the good news from Iraq, because there isn't any. Oh, we're fine. Boy, can you believe that Dan Stewart is dead?
2: That's kind of, yeah,
0: kooky. Shocking. A lot younger than we are.
2: How old would you Uh say he
0: would have been at the, uh, about forty? 40-something. He was just a couple years older than me. He was older than you are? Yeah. No, he was older than I am. Nobody's older than me, <clears throat> except in South Florida. Police found the bodies are at least 85 now. Every hour the story continues going up and up and up. The numbers keep going up and up. Only it only wish our numbers could keep going up like that. That's what they're saying across the street, where they got the intellectual O.J. Juice McDuffie show going on, and then Sid the Kid Rosenberg. I wonder if he's still around. Police found the bodies of at least 85 people killed by execution-style shootings in the past 24 hours. A gruesome wave of apparent sectarian reprisal slayings, officials said today. Did you get that? Sectarian reprisal slayings. What does that it's mean? It's a civil war, baby. And just like the article said the other day, it's always been a civil war. It's nothing new. This is just, It's just that Sodom had him under wraps. The dead included at least 27 bodies stacked in a mass grave in the eastern Shiite neighborhood of Baghdad. Ah, Shiite, man. Wow. Just don't stop. How are we doing at John the Baker? We're going to get a I bet you we get a report at noon. Bet you do Next break. Don't you think, Josh? I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Goose that thing up. We can get up to like 20 grand today if we really get a big crowd there at John the Baker. Go in there and get some of that great food. Buy yourself a nice meal. I'll give you a bunch of them garlic rolls just for mentioning my name. Garlic rolls as big as Kimbo Camper's head. Man. But most importantly of all, get your free Panther parking passes after you give us your money. And by the way, ours is tax-deductible. It's for a Panther Pat Rescue. I just mentioned that in passing, too. As opposed to that big brother, big sister routine that the Panthers are doing. Uh, You're full of it, okay? Everybody that comes in here, everybody that walks on your lot wants a certified receipt. Signed by uh, Alan Cohen and his brother Marty. How do you like them apples, huh? Oh, I, I think that people ought to like, uh, if, if they're going to pull that crap, I think people ought to stay the hell away. Don't even go.
2: Right, I'm not going to anymore. No.
0: In fact, I'm looking to see, well, although, even though they're not doing it yet, I think it's a protest to nip it in the bud, so they don't do it. Just don't go. Refuse to park, refuse to pay, refuse to lose. That's my suggestion. Refuse to get ripped off by an organization that's given you such tourists for all these years. I guarantee you one thing, it was a hell of a lot more fun, even though they weren't, uh, you know, they had that one big year. But back in the Miami arena, those were the days. That was a lot of fun. Different crowd, different ambiance. Yeah, I said they were losing a lot of money, but Wayne could afford it. It was fun. Never missed a home game. But in the new joint, they were like, I could walk from my house to do it. You know that. It'd be a yeah. little bit of a hike, but I could do it. I wouldn't, uh, I, would, I wouldn't go to those games if they paid me $100 to come in the door. Maybe a 1000 and I'd immediately head over to uh, the Indians. Speaking of Papano Park, what's going on in July? We got to wait until we get those slots going? You tell me. Huh? I don't know. Let's get with it. Let's get the uh, ball going. Let's get it rolling, baby. Let's get it on the uh, thing on the road. July. Get the slots to the road. Then I might actually show up once in a while there. Punching my guts out. Can you imagine the beast once they start that? Oh, boy. In fact, forget about him. What about Daddy? He's going to be broke. Uh-huh. This is Neil Rogers.
8: Sorry, Mr. This Beast. This is 560 QAM.
0: This is
3: Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Well, I never
10: thought I'd find the kind of ride that I've been tooling around in today. Now it's a classic set of wheels fixed up the way a brother would like it. Now it's a peed and shiny And the drip is cold dies under my seat i got a can of liquid cherry Yo Ah, oh, baby Coconut for daughter cherry carry me Baby blue Ah, oh, baby Shiny little, velvet little Smell it the heat Took the suspension out, So I bounce down the road In a pit that is super my way now it's been hard to stop, no big deal Someday I'll get around to fixing the brakes A 1979 mom phone Catalina She's so looking fine. Right. now it's my baby Cadillac Dog, baby Coconut, cornada, cherry, chariot, me, baby Dog, baby Shiny little, velvet little, smelly machine Yo. i got my window down on a hot summer day Cause the hazy don't work no way The sweaty fresh velox seed starts to smell and gets the tussle working overtime Now on my back you'll find a shiny grabber smell like lime. That's like my coffee shiny too i I've been washing it with all baby cherry, cherry, it's baby Microscopic wheels going over, speed bumps, they come school Da, baby. Fresh malar interior, big fancy to me, baby.
0: Da, baby. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. Okay, 12-01 at 560 WQ. I'm happy Tuesday today, and our total is... Uh, zero right now. What do you mean by that? Well, we got nothing right now. No, you didn't get a call, or you got a call? No, I got a, I got a call, got
2: but... Uh, a call... For no money.
0: We I have right no ahead. money?
2: We got not already no. done now.
0: At John the Baker? I mean, granted, it wasn't supposed to start till noon, and we only. I mean, yeah, it like, starts how, now. Are people gonna, starts how are now. Ma- people going to magically show up there just because at 12 minutes to two we said, oh, Raleigh is there already? Like, they are going to, like, transport themselves, like, uh, a la Mr. Spock? Huh?
2: Yeah, that's exactly what we
0: expected. Like, rub their ears, and all of a sudden they would show up there John the Baker. You better get there between now and two, or we're going to be pretty porked off maybe they're saving the money they were going to give us, and they're going to use it for their uh, parking, role, for their right. non-parking privileges.
2: See, that charity... I, I can't you know, stop thinking about
0: how stupid that is. It's just
2: it's a slap in the face. It's unbelievable, because when I told you about it, you didn't believe it.
0: No, I thought I, I thought Beast made it up. Right. Just trying to start up, you know, and then I clicked on the Herald. If it's in the Herald, there's about a 30% chance it might be true. About 30, man. God. Let's see. Here's a poll suggestion. Uh, commissioner, uh, okay, I'll put that in my pile. Thank you. By the way, uh, Sean, your pull uh, stuff yesterday, you know, he tries very hard. We appreciate it, but it's getting pretty weak, pretty lame. Now, the idea that, uh, you know, they keep encouraging people to bring the kids, you know, and make them fans and yada, yada, yada. So here's Mommy and Daddy and the two kids. That's four people. That's 20 bucks to walk in there? To walk in? Well,
2: think of, you'll save five if you drive in.
0: That would be like you go to a, like a Wendy's, for example. Now I know that some fast food joints they, they frown on walk-ups, you know. I'm not really sure why. I guess uh, they they want, they want to I mean, discourage like walk-ups. drunks and deadbeats or whatever. They think are coming on a what? car, a you must be like inside? some slob, you know. i never heard of that. What would we like do? Uh, walking up to the uh, drive-in window and saying, "Oh, well, you're not in the car. We're going to charge you an extra ten bucks." Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what well, what is that? Stupid. It's a it's a phantom charge. It's a charge for not parking. Mm-hmm. I've never heard, that would be like if, you, if you're if you driving on a city street and there's like a big parking garage. Uh-huh. And you get there and there's a guard stops you in the middle of the street and he says, okay, that'll be five bucks, pal, because you're not parking in our garage.
2: The bottom line is they want to make money with their parking lot, and it horks them off when people are not giving them the money to park. Well, you
0: know what? Too freaking bad, right. okay? Right. I mean, it's a long slip over there to Sawgrass. If people are willing to walk that long slip, then I say, they, you know, more power to them. Plus, everybody's bitching about how fat we all are. We can use the exercise. It's good to get some exercise. Walk across there, the Panther Parkway. <clears throat> God, I hate uh, that whole, this whole deal, the way that people just keep getting screwed and tattooed, and enough with it already. That's one of the reasons I, I, am almost as disillusioned, not that you were ever interested in the first place. But the whole sports thing now just turns my stomach. I'm tired of it. What time the Leafs game tonight? I, I'm, j- I'm just tired of it. Aren't you? Yeah. Josh? No. Yes, I no, am. Am. yes Let's ma'am. Let's turn on Leafs' lunch.
3: How's the,
5: we- how's the weather down there? I'm only going to tell you this, Bob. It's 85 today, and she's going down to 81 on Monday.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Oh, Bill Waters must be in Florida somewhere. Huh? Yeah. Good place for him. WQAM, hello. Hey, Uncle Dale. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, I was just going to agree with what George is saying. My, uh, I have a friend of mine who has a bar across the street or in the general area of the, um, uh, where the Panthers play, and a lot of times they'll
5: have... Uh, you know, group of people, eight, ten people, meet at the bar, have a couple of drinks or a bite to eat, and then walk across the street over there, and they say to themselves, they're saving 15 bucks on the parking, and they're yeah. eating. Well,
0: your if it, it's a group of ten people, it's like going to cost them $50 bucks to walk across the street.
4: Oh, yeah, now what happens if, let's say, I walk up there with my wife and two kids, and I say to the guys, well, we're interested in going to the game tonight. You mean to tell me i got to pay 20 bucks to go in and see if there's any tickets available?
5: Yeah. Absolutely correct, sir. I'm dying over here.
0: Okay, good luck bye to bye Pally. Bye. Stay home. Watch it on TV for free. That's my best suggestion to you all. You will really have to listen to Dave Strader, who, like Eric Reed talks to his teeth. Talks to
1: WQYM.
3: hello. Yes,
1: yeah, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Neil. I'm sorry.
0: Yes, sir.
3: Good morning.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to uh, reference the storage of the tuna and powdered milk. Right. Uh, the area beneath my bed is already fully consumed. I have two rolls of duct tape and six rolls of visqueen already right. underneath well, No additional storage.
0: <laughs> I think what you can do is go out and pedal that. You can, like, pawn it and then uh, use the money to buy the tuna and the uh, powdered milk.
1: Exactly. Oh, one other thing. I just wanted to uh, comment on that piece uh, a couple weeks ago. The Tropic did a view. Mm-hmm. was very, very nicely done. I like that uh, headshot, so to speak, on the front cover of you. <laughs> yeah. But one observation... Um, the wardrobe from 76 when you were at KT looks kind of like the same guy that you're using now to uh, pick out your your wardrobe
0: selection. Yeah, oh, well, this is, is the wardrobe Sir? guy, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you were impressed by the picture. Uh, I'll be sending you pictures of my wardrobe every day now because, obviously, you're obsessed with that. I'm the
7: wardrobe mistress,
0: mister. I beg your pardon? You're the, I'm the your wardrobe, wardrobe mistress? mistress. Yeah, okay, that's what you think. 5670560, I'm sitting here in my underwear, and he's worried about my wardrobe. Got uh, red, red checkered undies, though, uh, oh, boxer yeah. shorts. And a really nice white T-shirt, clean and have pristine. Any, uh, have any plaid plaid, plaid boxers? No, they, yeah, these are plaid. What, I call, what did I say they were? Red, checkers. red plaid. Yeah, red, red checkers. Heavy checkers. WQAM, hello. May generate closing
5: protection letters using our web CPL application on funds. WQAM,
0: hello. Hello.
5: WQAM. Yes.
0: Neil.
5: Yes. How can I buy? Wow. Oh. <laughs> <out there. laughs> What? The van never comes downtown, and I don't have a computer at home. Yeah. How can I buy the CDs?
0: Can't do it. 5670560, oh, pound 560, the Verizon singular wire wireless line. Oh, God. I'm hanging it up, baby. I just decided I'm hanging up my glove. I don't have any gloves, but I could have sure used them a couple of days this winter. Probably. Yeah, I think, I don't know what's going on with my teeth, but like, oh, I don't know. I'm getting, like, real sensitive now. You think that's from all that dental work I had? It was only last one. Maybe. You think? Maybe you're just not used to the new piece. Oh, no, the new piece is on the other side. It's got oh. nothing to do with over in that area. It's, it's like a, a whole oh. different area, man. Well, that don't make sense. It's like, huh? Well, yeah, but I think that's because that's where he had that red rubber ball in my mouth. You know?
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> he, had the, he had that part of my mouth all jammed open with this big, like, red rubber ball. Okay, Whatever the hell, like, you're the one that told me what it was. Yeah, it's a rubber block. Right, a rubber big, block. Big That's big exactly wedge. what it was. There's nothing like having a rubber block chomping down on your gum. Here's line 9, QAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. The, the Panthers could
1: probably make more money by charging for the styrofoam cups to put in the low urinals. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Meaning me what? Yeah, that story that you read about the guy that puts the styrofoam cup in the urinal and then goes and collects it.
0: That was in Ohio.
2: Yeah. So he's
0: got Miami, Ohio. That's what he was, rep rep in in me, yeah, he yeah. was very funny. The roof. Ah, ah. WQAM, hello. Yeah, the uh, walk-up charge is
1: just like paying for electricity I never uh, got.
0: That's you what know? I was saying this morning. Like Florida Plunder and Loot Charging ah, for exactly. Well, maybe they're in Cahoot. Blow. They blow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the Panthers blow. Okay, that's our message to you, Mike Keenan and Jacques Martin and all you other GoYem over there. God, what an organization! The organization wants to keep police in the public, and here's a way to do it. Oh, but we're doing it for your safety. No, you're not. You got your you got your finger right into it. They want you to. They want to coerce you into parking and giving them your money to park. And the fact that they're, and they're porked off because all of these people caught on. They can go, like the guy said, they can go right across the street, have a nice meal, couple of brews, whatever, come walk across the street, go to the game. People do that everywhere. There's no problem with that. They do that here all the time. You think that everybody who goes to the uh, hockey or basketball games at the Air Canada Center is parking there for right. quite a while? They're pouring across the street over there, pouring across gay, Bay Street. What if you take the bus or a cab? Yeah. What if you can't drive? Yeah, that's that's a good point. But if you, you, you take a cab, is the cabbie going to have to pay like five bucks for him to get in and then five for you also to go through no, the gate? just you. No, he's probably going to have to pay for himself, too, because he's a person, maybe. Although I've seen some of the cabbies down there, but nevertheless, you ought to see the ones here. My shmatahed friends. Boy, they sure love me, man. Oh, my God. They love me. My bearded, shmatahed Indian friends. See, I get confused with the headgear. I, I, I better take a course on that. Okay. I got a couple of guys who are like, I always call for a cab uh, from the line when I'm uh, leaving Woodbine, mm-hmm. and things are just fine. And uh, it's always from the same company, so it's usually it's one of the same four or five guys that picks right. me up. And man, are they! But they got like the blue. A couple of the guys, the old guys with the gray beards, you know. Yeah. Those are. And seats. they got the blue uh, headgear, turbans. Yeah. Sikhs. Oh, the one guy said, "I'm sick. Like the kid they called in one day. I right. said, "Take, let's go to Mount Sinai." What is that with a sick? You know, what was that? Is that? I just What, what is oh, what? I don't know. I'm just so tired of all this religious crap. I just want to live on a planet where we can get well, we away. Just get rid of it. All such yeah. garbage.
2: That's what Everybody's I got that.
0: their own garbage, man. I'm just tired of it. All the fairy tales. Then I see that thing with the polygamist on A and E for two hours last night. I mean, you talk about all—it's oh, just an excuse for these guys screwing everything in sight. That's all, and that's all that is, including their daughters and their sisters and everybody that uh, you know is wearing a skirt. And not all of them are women either. Well, what what is that? Sick. I mean, and sick. of course, Utah, what is like so so uh-huh. holy, uh, right. so much better than the rest. Well, Mormons. That's what it's all about. I know that. And they also showed that because there's so much... Oh, at the beginning of the show, too bad you didn't see it. They showed all of the birth defects, you know, because of all oh, the engraving yeah. that goes on. Oh, because that's yeah. part of the deal. That's right. That's part of the deal. The girls, when they get to be a certain age, um, they have to get married to, like, one of their siblings. And they, they, they choose it for them. For the girl, they choose.
2: That's right. It's all over So they
0: show these... these they look like, it looks like the spaceship has landed, you know. Uh-huh. like delivered. And one guy, he's fathered 30-some-odd children by four okay. different wives... Right. That's exactly it, man. I wouldn't even... I, and that would be an insult to the trailer track. Right.
2: New meaning to the words, all in the family.
0: Nice log cabin. Twelve minutes past noon at 560 WQM. We got Geldy at 2 this afternoon in our revolving show from 2 to 4. It's uh, an embarrassment and humiliating. Hey, when it comes to mattresses, it's embarrassing if you don't go to a call, dial a mattress, because you're going to get ripped off anyplace else. The latest gimmick in the mattress business is a sleep number. Otherwise known as an air mattress, they're only warranted in full for two years. They squeak, they pop, they can lose their setting during the night, and they cost you an arm and a leg. If you really want a great, high-quality name-brand mattress that'll last you for years and years, then do what I've been doing for a long time. Call my good friends at a Mattress at one eight hundred Mattress. When you call that number, you'll get no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, just factory-direct prices on the best brands you know, trust, and love. When you call one 800 mattress, choose from the largest selection in the state of Florida. The top names in the business like Serta, Sealy, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Bananas Foster already for same delivery. Prices lower than so-called big-name chain stores, even during the big sales. Call one 800 mattress. You can have the bed you want to live at the date and time you want in a two-hour delivery window. You pick the time, 2 to 4, 3 to 5, and they show up. I've been a satisfied QM customer for, uh, QM customer and dial mattress customer for years, and you will be too. Not so satisfied with QM, but I like dial mattress. Call them today toll free, 1-800-Mattress, or log on to their website, mattress.com. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for sensational Savings. It's probably Stupid! Oh, I was thinking about Tom Jicken again.
8: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560-Q-A-M. Back Station. Maybe
4: launch a couple missiles toward a place we
5: know, and aim them at a fella whose first name begins with O. Oh. There's one thing
8: we all understand, Al-Qaeda won't be finished until we blow up Pakistan. We could chase
4: them around forever
3: with our tanks and all our troops. But special forces are so tired of jumping through them hoops. You know
4: we need
8: another plan. So let's cut out all the nonsense and go blow up Pakistan. Alright! now, Peter
5: needs a nuclear tank. Why don't we stop pussyfoot? You fail And go blow
3: up Pakistan. Boom,
0: boom. Boom, boom, boom. boom, boom Jeffrey just died the other day. Boy, he was 75. He's dead.
2: Much of Boom, boom, Jeffrey Oh, all the time.
0: Anyway, the reason he got that nickname was because of his booming slap shot. He's dead. Palestinian prisoners surrendered to Israeli troops. Guess what? Walls are tumbling down. The walls of Jericho are tumbling down. You see that? I saw it. Six Palestinians. In fact, they just showed on CNN moments ago, all those ugly Palestinian prisoners. Oh, boy. That was... They looked nasty. Oh, I see. I've met some Palestinians who are... Well, six Palestinian inmates surrendered Tuesday after holding up for hours in a Palestinian prison surrounded by Israeli troops. Sources inside the prison said... Israel had moved in to seize the prisoners after U.S. and British monitors left the compound, and Palestinian guards clashed with Israeli forces, leaving a Palestinian policeman dead, several others wounded. The Israeli Defense Forces operation comes a week after Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas said he was prepared to free one of these six, Ahmed Sadat, head of the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, who allegedly ordered the 2001 killing of Israeli tourism minister Reh- Rehavam Zevi. Oh, did you see that American, was he a doctor or whatever that they had They were holding him hostage? They let him, they turned him loose. Good. They scared They scared the uh, Shiite out of him. Man, did you see that? I saw it. Those Palestinian terrorists, those really gutsy guys with all the schmatas over their heads. Nice headgear. Anyway, that, and one more, now it's 86. We're going to try to keep your, those of you who care about those poor Iraqis. It was 85 on the last break, now it's 86. And speaking of 86, how's our total coming at, uh, at uh, John the Baker? Close to that, we got 80. Six? Sure. it's sure. just eighty six the whole thing. Sixteen thousand seven fifty now. We got a shot at getting up there over seventeen thousand. <laughs> I mean all we needed was three hundred and thirty bucks today to go over seventeen grand. You have any doubt we're gonna do that? No. No, right. we're gonna get it. We got an hour and forty minutes for Christ's sake. Come on, get over there to John the Baker, get you a nice lunch. He only charges you a hundred bucks to park there. That's at the Home Depot Shopping Center, Pines and Flamingo, 12592 Pines Boulevard. Uh, Roly is there right now. Is he giving away any Panthers parking passes? Probably not, because nobody wants to go to the Panther games anyway. Anyway, speaking of that, I've got two factions on this. I hate to break the news to the Panther organization, but you folks have made a bad, bad mistake. A bad move. Because we never. Get faxes or calls about the Panthers, about hockey, about the Macarena, about anything to do with any of this. uh, All of these things, things. do we? No, almost never. But today, you got the people porked off. Here's the fax that says, and I think, and it's from University Dodge. Is Bo Camper's buddies up to it again? At least they listen. The food at the Office Depot Center is not overpriced. The food at Dolphin Stadium is overpriced. The food and drink at the Office Depot Center, now the whatever they uh, the Bank Atlantic, the rent a Center, is highway freaking robbery. It says not just overpriced, highway freaking robbery. Underlined it. A, a 20 ounce bottle of Coke is five dollars. Five dollars. I could buy a case of that for five bucks. It says. Never mind the seven dollar Great Dane burger. <laughs>
2: Heard it was seven
0: dollars for a burger at a ball game. How do you like that? Just rape, and, and, and the, you know, the best part of it is if the stuff was good, that would be another story. It is marginal at best. At best. Here's one that says How about all the Lexus owners with the giant SUVs pick up the people at the mall, drive them into the stadium, and charge them only? A very modest. Eight bucks. Yeah, that would be good. That's what the fact says. Oh, that's from your buddy Mark again. I can tell by the header, can He's leaving his name up, <laughs> yeah. but it's him. It is. It's him. We're out of here, right. Mark. Okay. Paid, single page a,
2: fax, That's fine. His
0: day isn't complete unless he can, uh, you know, get a fax. He, he's got it, just like the guy in L.A. Now, that Paul guy who sent the follow up. But it was good though about uh, Grace, uh, Grace Nancy or Grace Jones. Thousand and eight, we're going to go over eleven hundred votes on the poll this hour. One thousand ninety-three, and it's so it's heartwarming to see that most of you are. Just enchanted, enamored with your spouses, your significant others, or maybe both. Beautiful, Isn't that nice to see. Sweet. A little disturbed about that. Only eighty bucks there at that. Th- I mean, that that that's a place. There's no excuses. This is the barometer for me today. Okay, this is the barometer. Remember, if if you don't get with it, we're going to stick the thermometer Correcto. right where the moon don't shine. Because don't you think this is a? I mean, pines and flamingo. That's the epicenter right. of our listening
2: audience. Nothing wrong with that area at all. At
0: all. It's not far from you. It's not far from me, as a matter of fact. Well, it's kind of far from me now, but on an ordinary day, I could like almost walk there. Here's a facts from Joseph in Miami, former season ticket holder. Former. What happens if people take public transportation to the hockey game and don't park a car anywhere? We're constantly being told to use public transportation to help alleviate traffic and better the environment. He says it's unbelievable that they should have to pay to get in. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is going to be with that. I guess, I don't know, because the article doesn't really uh, elaborate. And it also doesn't say, you know, it just says, I'm sure I saved it. Yeah, here it is. It just says, starting July 1st, the Panthers will start charging a $5 fee to anyone walking onto the property for any event at the Bank of Atlanta Center. Well, anyone walking onto the property would be children. Yeah, anyone, fee. right. So, like, if you've got little kids, you know, you want to bring your six- and seven-year-olds and make them into hockey fans, which is, of course, what sports, that's what they strive desperately to do. Just like the Catholic Church. Get them while they're young. For brainwashing and other purposes, in their case. But that's what sports, uh, they want to do. Encourage you to bring your kids, make them into fans. Share with them some of the excitement. let them see all the people talking on their cell phones, acting like jerks. Hey, ref, you suck! You know, the great ambiance there in the uh, Yankee Center. Same old... Tired trash. And they want to charge you five bucks a piece just to walk onto their property. Well, you know what? Screw you. How do you like that? I'm not ever going to walk onto your property again. I'm I ever going to drive onto it. How's that? All right. I will pledge right now, unless Toronto is playing there, I will never, ever go to another one of those games. Okay? Okay. And now they're going to be calling in. Well, can we have your tickets? No. No. In fact, I'm going to be selling my tickets right there at uh, John Baker today. WQAM playoff tickets. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
1: When are you going to put the van down in uh, Miami? Date some uh, you like, around there.
0: Some year uh twenty uh, five twenty five. and Edwards are going to be driving it in the year twenty five twenty five. Hey, listen, we're not crazy. We're going somewhere where we can be safe. Dave County, my ass. WQAM, hello. I I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother with it. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you? Okay.
5: Listen, to show oh, listen. what we're dealing with with these Democrats, do you see how they turned on Ross Feingold again? Yeah. They did it to Howard Dean. They did it yeah.
3: again.
0: That's right, because they're a bunch of jellyfish.
5: It's incredible. You keep thinking. All the conditions are right for these people to start calling these guys. What around? thing about
0: the Democrats, they're never going to a proctologist because he couldn't find their spine. <laughs> incredible. Okay, I, mean, I love you. Go happy okay. okay, happy Circus. So happy Purim, baby. Get the holidays right. Just like Hank yesterday, how can we have stuff about the dreidel? Dreidel is for uh, Hanukkah, baby. Tanuka, not for Purim. Purim is homentation, and then we got Passover with your Pesadiki candies and your wine and your matzah, your matzah brie, which I have no idea what it's some, some kind of moosh. Yeah. I don't Ma- know about the matzah balls though, huh? Matzah brine? Yeah, matzah brine. Now what about you? What about if you put if you put brie cheese on matzah? Is that matzah brie? Sounds right. Ooh, let's try it. 26 past noon, and for strictly for going, at 560 WQM. I'll take it. beautiful. Oh.
4: Bush is a morning. Watch it now, watch it. Tarzan Bob, Tarzan Bob. Another ember in the center is Mr. Bye. Why did he attack us? What the hell did we do? To keep us swine we are hanging In that new torture room Push is a bully Push is a bully give it Christian right, the Lutheran Bush right Push is a bully Push is a bully A British bully Here's your love, to our homes away Stop with all this magic And give us back Hussein Bush is a bully Bush is a bully The whole world hates you Go away you went to Push is a bully Bush is a bully A precious bully Watch it now watch it Come on Come on Push is <laughs>
0: I'll tell you one thing, that rawstory.com, that's one of my favorite websites, and they re-jiggered read, they read it. So now it's, like, easier to read, and it doesn't have that little teeny tiny print. And that flaming red background, it was kind of like... Flaming! Blinding. What you know if you'd like that? Flaming? No. Not in the flamers. Okay, what's the, uh, speaking of that, what's the uh, total now? 290 Hey, that's not bad. No, it's not. Not at all. Oh, man, I told you we're going to do some serious uh, ass-kicking old style today. 16765 Is that right? Or no, that's wrong. We got almost uh, seventeen grand. Six seventy and two ninety is what? Is nine sixty? Sixty in Do You realize that the uh, second deal, the second person with a twenty, is going to wind up uh, putting us over seventeen wow. grand. So it gets a special pat on the head from ruling and a parking pass. No. ACLU releases first concrete evidence of domestic spying for anti-war views. This just in from your friends at Raw Story. How come you're so newsy? Because I feel like it. How do you like that? Remember that guy? Yeah. Please. How come you're so newsy, that New Yorky guy? Go back to New York, get lost, because I feel like it. I do whatever the hell I feel. They don't, one one thing I'll say, not too much else I can say for these people. They don't tell me what they'll do on the show, you know? Although I do know I had them really panicky when I was threatening to play music. I had them really nervous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to mention Be- Joe Bell's <laughs> name, but they were really nervous. And, of course, this is the same guy that told me, oh, I know that what you say on the air, it's just, Dick, I know, you can say whatever you want about it. Yeah, right. But the first time I threatened to start playing music, man, oh, he's going to play music, man, yeah. Nervous. Just relax, Joe. Okay, you're a good guy. Just to stay away. Documents released today by the ACLU reveal that the FBI, a lot of initials, baby, as in GD and FU and whatever, reveal that the FBI has indeed monitored political groups solely on the basis that they oppose the U.S.-led war. According to a memo written in 2002, the FBI launched a classified investigation of the activities of Pittsburgh's Thomas Merton Center after becoming concerned that the group held daily leaflet distribution activities in downtown Pittsburgh and was currently focused on its opposition to the potential war in Iraq. The memo, memo aimed to summarize the investigation's results. It identifies the group as a left-wing organization advocating among many political causes pacifism. Oh, my oh, God. They're really dangerous. Oh, dangerous people. Those pacifists, like the Quakers... They're feeling their oats. The ACLU has filed Freedom of Information Act requests, request on behalf of over 150 organizations and individuals. The documents released as a result of revealed monitoring and infiltration of political, environmental, anti-war and faith-based groups by the FBI and local law enforcement agencies like those cookie-baking uh, criminals out there in uh, San Diego in um, uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. Remember them?
2: That's right. They were cookie.
0: Yeah. Something is seriously wrong in how our government determines who and what constitutes terrorism when peace activists find themselves targeted, remarked Jim Kleisler. Executive Director of the Thomas Merton Center for Peace and Justice. And anybody with a half a brain knows where we have to go for justice. Right? You can do it. I don't... Do I have it? Oh, yeah. Koyong. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. I forgot what it was under. It's under Luca. Under Luca. Oh, Luca. won't see him anymore. Let me let me worry about Luca.
2: I'm doing the jaw thing. You can't see it, though, but... He's a very scary guy. That's a true story.
0: Here's a fact from a hockey fan. I can't read what it says there on the bottom. Something about Dean? What's the first word?
2: something about Dean. I oh,
0: know. I can't read it. As a New Yorker that remembers the great Islander teams, I appreciate Oh, by the way, the Islander arena, they have uh, uh, the pipes have burst, and the locker rooms are full of, like, manure and stuff, and, uh, oh, they got problems there on Long Island. In fact, the headline in the news of the Post yesterday said, Islanders stink. It says, I appreciate the owner's efforts to be successful by retaining the two great players and... And what does that say? You're asking me? Grant. Grant. I have no the idea what that word, word is. Uh... I am going to support the Panthers by going to some games and putting up with some stadium crap. A. Neil, let's hear it with a hockey talk. And lay off these stereotypical black jokes for you. Happy quorum. Oh, God. This yeah. is one of the worst fake facts in the history of mankind. Really weak. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. Line nine, that's Josh's favorite QAM noodle line. Hello. I tell you one thing, they're, they're just obsessed mm-hmm. with Eddie, you know. You know, you ain't no Eddie. A lot of people they're Eddie wannabes. You know, there's only one Eddie, but there's so many, and it's always on line nine too. There's just something about right. the Eddie line. Uh, that's the, Eddie was number one. I mean, is there any doubt? I mean, when you hear that, there's right. only one. Eddie comes out of the box strong, not bub, right. bub you know, Yeah, Bubba bub like Bubba. Bub- ah, I right. think that's the right. Eddie Wannabe. He's very weak. Five, six, seven. Look at that phone, baby. There ain't nothing going on, just like there's probably not much going on out there at John the Baker, which is very sad because Roly's out there. He's got He's got a zillion dollars in cash he's going to give away. Not, not, and a whole bunch of parking passes. Yes. Five six seven oh five sixty. See, we started with the Panther talk. I had that one fax, and that's the end of this. Oh boy! That's, uh, no, that fax is from across the street. You guys talk about the Panthers, okay? We're not talking about that. We're talking about the rape of the public. That has nothing to do with Panther games, pansy games, any of these things. Curling matches, none of that. WQAM, hello.
4: Afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. When you were at the studio in Zeta, who was the DJ that used to lay down on the floor?
0: Dave Caprita.
5: You know, why, why did he do that? I I I, I never understood. Because he ate,
0: he ate so much that he would get like uh, over, uh, you know, just overloaded and would just pass out and lie on the floor.
5: Oh, and whatever to happened? Us in,
0: to... They used to bring us in tons of food in the morning, just tons of food.
8: Whatever happened to Pee
2: Pee from Pembroke Pines?
0: And he sleeps with the fishes, like Luca Brasi. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Now we're getting to the good calls, baby. Oh. Yeah, what happened to the bird? He also sleeps with the fishes. WQAM, hello. Hey, how's it hanging, my lord? In fact, he might be under the bed with that tuna fish. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, what are we gonna
1: get when are we gonna get that CD on Limewire, George? And how about a coffee mug? I love my mo
0: coffee mug. WQAM, hello. Hello. One of your people, obviously. Yes, sir. Right, right.
1: Hey, new, how's it going?
5: <laughs>
0: okay. Um, shit. I'll oh, Yeah,
2: uh-huh. one of your people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was more entertained than your guy.
2: Even though we had to dump it, of course. Well, I think it had should to have dumped dump the dump other guy, said. too. You did? Smartass should
0: have. Why is that? Well, as it turns out, we did. See that? There is a guy. Uh-huh. You see that? Yeah, stop and think about it. It's our 85-minute delay. You can be damn sure he didn't get on it. You're just pissed off because he was... Uh... Well, what, you, what was he asking you about? Or you just Let's don't not talk about
2: it. What do you mean by that? It's what we don't want to talk about.
0: Well, How about could, if I, I send you a
2: fun. fax? Huh? I'll send you a fax about it. Okay. Okay.
0: Anyway, how many votes we got? Look at that. Which party would do a better job of handling a rack? And I just didn't see what it was. Say so they both suck. 1,127 votes. We got over 1,100 votes on the poll. That means we're going to have a raise like zillions today. Can't you, can you feel it? Can you almost smell it? I feel something. You all know the name Dry Concepts because I've been talking about them for over 20 years on the show. used In fact, they were there at my house yesterday. And I'm sure that the carpets are look just like brand new laid on the floor. And they'll do the same for you. Before you go out and spend thousands to replace your soiled carpeting, Give Dry Concepts a call let and bring those carpets back to life. They'll look and smell and feel just like brand new. They'll be vibrant in color, soft to the touch, and stain-free. And Dry Concepts is the only company that you ought to trust because, like I said, I've used them and so have zillions of others for over 20 years in town now. I'm sure you already know it, but just in case you don't, Dry Concepts also specialize in drapery cleaning, upholstery cleaning, deep cleaning of your expensive leather furniture, and lots more. Without a doubt, one of the best things you can do for your Oriental or Area Rugs is to use a quality underlayment. Slip that baby under there. It's essential for extending life and beauty of your area rug and provides critical cushioning and prevents skidding on hard floors. During this month, during the month of March, call Dry Concepts and save 15% in all underlayment padding. Dry Concepts always give you a professional service, always show up on time, and always give you a written guaranteed price. Up front, no rip-offs, no scams. So for carpet cleaning, water damage restoration, pet odor treatments, mattress cleaning to say goodbye to those dust mites and lots more, call the best and trust the best, Dry Concepts. Call them toll free in Dave Broward and the Palm Beaches, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. around the Wicked Web, dryconcepts.com.
8: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
3: Alonzo, you're so big. You've experienced his new age music before, but never like this. Now, feel the excitement of his latest police record, Yachty, captured live from the county jail. Yes, all the mind numbing masterpieces of craftsmanship you've endured for years in elevators, dentist's office, and supermarkets. Performed live from the local lockup. Plus, all new tracks like Aggravated Assault on the Sunrise, Restraining Order of Dreams, and... The rain must fall, and so will you if you try to leave me, you are. All for only nineteen ninety-five plus shipping and handling. And speaking of handling, call now and you'll receive a full color poster of Yanni becoming his cellmate's bitch. Call now for Yanni, captured live at the County Jail.
0: Twelve forty five, get you some education, Dean, before you send us any more faxes. I mean, this is pathetic. Handwriting sucked and so does everything else on. It. Uh by the way the guy all the guy said was he was a real live wire. No no. With uh, you
4: ah, ah.
0: Just a little joke okay just a little wink, inside wink. joke Yes, sir. Wink nudge, nudge
2: I'm uh, winking at Josh over here.
0: Yeah. Schmuck. Anyway, what do we got sir? so far? Let's let's find out. And and I just made a decision, okay? Because this is this is I don't want to do this every day until like the middle of June. It's only the middle of March. Are you out of your mind? You're crazy. We can leave it on our website for the rest of the year. For my part, I don't sure. care how long it's on there. Right? Doesn't uh, no sweat off our ass. But if you think we're gonna do these van hits and begging for money every day until the middle of June, that is bad radio. Okay? It is yeah. freaking ponderous, is what it is. I say to like uh, the middle of April, another month. No April fooling either. One okay. more month. What? That sounds plenty. That's what I'm saying. Until my April vacation, which is uh, in April. Right around tax time. Does that sound like a plan? Now what do we got there? I bet we're over seventeen grand. We got three fifty. Sixty more? That's uh, seventeen thousand and twenty bucks. All right. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> See, you know, I only wish, uh, first of all, I wish that nobody would ever talk to me in this in the first place. Nobody's fault but mine. I take the blame. Old softy. Always get, let myself get talked to this stuff. We stop doing this, okay? It's a pain in the neck. We stop doing it. And then, of course, the other reason, uh, which, we, which you know about, which I don't want to say on the air until it's all over, but then, then we can tell people why we're never doing it again. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. At any rate, my spouse or significant other race, we got a lot of response in this poll today, 1,145 vote. Don't have one, 212. Well, go get you one. Go grab one like those polygamists do, man. Just grab somebody. Have a good time with them. Well, I'll tell you one thing. What was it, Sunday night I went out there to Woodbine and had myself a very lucky and good I got that hot machine. Boy, speaking of hot, there were some hot people out there that night. Wow. Holy moly. Man. But nevertheless... Don't have one two twelve, a treasure two hundred eight. That is just it's enough to make you want to cry. You know what that is so emotional and tender and touching? Yeah, I'm touching it. Sensational one hundred eighteen. Hot one hundred six. I hate this pull ninety six. Well, guess what? A pain but great in the sack, ninety one. A nag. Oh geez, that wasn't cute up. Seventy seven. A nag. <laughs> Irreplaceable seventy four. Annoying, 70. Aging badly, 56. Aging badly, looking like crap. A slob, 27. Stinky, 7. And gross, still only three. Thank the Lord for that. Because if somebody's like, you know, I'm sure that out of those, that first category don't have one, out of those two hundred twelve. there probably are a bunch of them that were once upon a time attached to maybe somebody like in those last three or four categories. But they wised up and they uh, ditched them, you know. They got rid of them. Maybe they just uh, shot them. Buried him somewhere. Maybe they put him out of the bed with the tuna and the powdered milk. 56705... Oh, oh, by the way, U.S. derails efforts for democracy in Iran. Speaking of raw story. I sure like that raw story. Prominent activists inside Iran say President Bush's plan to spend tens of millions of dollars to promote democracy here is the kind of help they don't need. Warning that mere announcement of the U.S. program endangers human rights advocates by tainting them as American agents, the Washington Post says... In a case that advocates fear is directly linked to Bush's announcement, the government has jailed two Iranians who traveled outside the country to attend what was billed as a series of workshops on human rights. Human rights!
5: Oh, my God.
0: Two others who attended were interrogated for three days. The workshops conducted by groups based in the United States were held last April, but Iranian investigators did not summon the participants until last month, about the time the Bush administration announced plans to spend $85 million to support the cause of freedom in Iran this year. If the U.S. wouldn't have stuck the Shah in there in the first place and kicked out most of that, we wouldn't be where we are right now with a bunch right. of religious nuts running the country. The Shah with his savak that used to pull out people's fingernails, he, he made Sodom look like a Sunday school preacher. Hey.
2: We're under pre- I beg your pardon? That ain't such a good thing anymore.
0: Like I said, we're under pressure from uh, both hardliners in the judiciary and that stupid George Bush human rights activist Ahmad Basdi said as he waited anxiously for his wife and daughter to emerge from interrogation last week. When he says he wants to promote democracy in Iran, he gives money to these outside groups and we're in here suffering. Activist here said the Bush initiative demonstrates the chasm that often separates those working inside Iran for greater freedoms, carefully calibrating their actions to nudge incremental changes in a hostile system, and the more strident approach of many Iranian exiles who often have the ear of Washington policymakers who are starting, who are stirring the hornets nest, or making a big simus instead of just very quietly and uh, you know slowly but surely, you know. Mm-hmm. No, they got to make a big simus. Although a good carrot, not carrot simus. Is there any kind of I guess not, I'm thinking of uh, Lux and Kugel, pretty pretty, pretty, confused. Pretty, pretty they're confused. They're not even in the same family. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. We're actually doing pretty good out there. What we got? Three fifty, you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's well, not too bad. Been there less than an hour. I'm thinking we get another six fifty, we get a thousand. Do you think we can do that? We could hour and ten minutes. I mean, don't forget. I mean, they don't, they don't get there till right at noon because they don't want to miss out on those free Panther parking passes. WQAM, hello.
4: Hi, is this Neil? Yes, ma'am. Can I? Oh, Neil?
0: You can speak to me, yes.
4: Hi, Neil. I love you. Well, great. Um, I just wanted
5: to say you're doing a wonderful thing for abandoned pet rescue. I know you get discouraged, but I think it's wonderful because
9: the poor animals can't talk for themselves. Right. And when are you guys going to come over to the east side of town?
0: Like where, like Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. Well, I'm like going Settle to go, we'll lean on Miguel. We'll lean on him real heavy.
5: Lean on him heavy. There's a lot of people on the east side. We can't. We don't like going out to that west side of town. So. No, I not To the east side, okay.
0: Too many and, of uh, Yeah,
5: exactly. Too too many old farts out there.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And um, you were great when Dave Caprita, Those oh, those are the days.
0: They they really were. That was it. <laughs> we never have we never have that anymore. I'll tell you that. Was that. Classic. I wish yeah. you had
5: those on tape.
0: I wish I did. Yeah, in fact, you know what I would do? I just would play him every day. <laughs> exactly. Have a great day, guess, sweetheart. See ya soon out there.
5: I love you, Neil. Bye. Bye. Neil wakes me up in the morning. Oh, no. wow. Neil wakes
0: me up. Can't live in the past, though. You know, we have to move onward and upward. Especially after that scintillating 30th anniversary experience. It was really a, a message. You know, it was. Oh, re- <laughs> I am so stupid, man. It's just so what a mismanaged career. But I'm doing okay. You know, I have no complaints. Hank though talked me into going to Woodbine tomorrow. I wasn't gonna go till Thursday. Oh I know he talked me to go on both days. Well I gotta give him all that money back from That's the other right. night. From that unscheduled trip that I did so well. I have no idea what because usually you know when you make one of those sperm of the moment decisions, it's always a bad idea. But this one turned out to be a good machine, man. I mean I I'm sorry, a good machine man. WDQAM, QAM, hello. I've got Charlie under my bed. WDQAM, QAM, hello. Q A M. Oh, Somebody QAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, hi. Is this George? Yeah.
5: Hey, George. Um, I got something for these uh, about 30 things that you can play on the uh, radio instead of what you got. That's getting kind of old. Uh, get a recording of Frank wino Man. And there's a cut. In, there's a piece in there that you can uh, check that out.
0: Well, what, a lot what's, of getting, what, what's getting kind of old? Oh, this is hey,
5: man. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a little no, no, it's not. It's number one with four bullets, baby. Okay. Well, what is with these people? No matter what oh, we please, do, they right. always know better, you know? That? That's right.
8: Hey there, people, I'm Bobby Brown. They say
4: I'm the cutest boy in town. My car is fast. My
8: teeth are shiny. I tell all the girls they can kiss
4: my hiney. Them. Here I am at a famous
8: school. I'm breathin' sharp and I'm actin' cool. I got
4: a cheerleader here who wants to help with my faith. let her do all the work and maybe later I'll leave. the oh God, I am the American
0: dream. Okay. There you go. Rest in peace. Frank Zappa for President. That's what I say in uh, moon unit. Oh, so anyway, getting back to that story about that kid that died that they killed in Tampa. They butchered and killed him. And they said, oh, it was a rare blood disorder. No. Prosecutors confirmed today that the 14-year-old boy who was beaten and kicked by guards in a juvenile boot camp did not die of a blood disorder as a medical examiner initially ruled. But Pam Bondi, I wonder if he's kin to Dick Biondi or Bula Bondi. Pam Bondi, a spokesman for Hillsborough County State Attorney Mark Ober, who was investigating the death of Martin Lee Anderson, declined to comment further on the case. I wonder if Eddie Kaye's got the overs and unders. Bondi was confirming the statements of Dr. Michael Bodden. Now, remember him from O.J.? No. Yeah, you do. The noted pathologist who observed... He's oh, the he's men- a noted
2: pathologist, yes. ...who observed Anderson's...
0: Like Dr. Henry Lee. Oh, by the way, you people lied to me uh, that uh, Lee's Chinese, that Henry Lee's Chinese is still open in Fort Lauderdale or on US1. You're full of crap. When I was home, I, I was looking up uh, restaurants in the uh, phone book looking for uh, takeout or whatever. Uh-huh. That place is still there. Henry Lee's Tea House. Well, you know where it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He had said earlier Tuesday the teen probably died from a beating by guards and not a blood disorder, as a medical examiner initially ruled. My opinion is that he died because of what you see in a videotape, said Bodden, referring to the surveillance video showing the guards kicking and punching Anderson's limp body shortly after he arrived at the Bay County Sheriff's Office boot camp January 5th. He died at a hospital early the next day. Bodden, who observed the autopsy on behalf of Anderson's parents, said it will be several weeks before Adams can determine the exact cause. That's medical examiner Dr. Bernard Adams, because tissue samples must be analyzed, other evidence considered. Widely considered to be one of the nation's top forensic pathologists and a real publicity grabber, Bodden noted he investigated thousands of deaths of people in custody over the past 30 years. About 30, man. And not one was caused by sickle cell trade. I'm just glad the truth is out, said Lee's mother, Gina Jones. But I already knew what the truth was. Now that the truth is out, I want justice. I want the guards and the nurse to be arrested. For justice, we go to... This
8: break. is Neil Rogers. Buttheads, it's a one-to-two hour. The tale of two rock and rollers past their prime.
3: What's happening? Straight out of Detroit, Rock City. This is Kid Rock. What's up? I'm Scott Stapp. And the secret no one knew.
5: I don't spend a lot of money on videos. I don't think a lot of people realize that.
3: Is it true love or something more? Higher, right here.
5: I think you turn the cameras on. And you put you put the thought into the video and not the money.
3: They call each other pet names. Blondie, Mama. She. B- Dig it. And no one understands what these two share. That's where my stage sets are, and that's where my videos are. Sometimes the simplest things matter most. Play one of my songs.
5: I just don't think that's necessary.
3: Grammy winning singers Kid Rock and Scott Stepp star in Broke Back Rockstar. Hey, <laughs> boy, it's good to be the kid.
0: It's 101 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. And our total at John the Baker is 390. Brandon Flight, F-L-Y-T-E, a student at Westland High School in Westland, Oregon, was recently expelled for airing a video project he'd been assigned in class, which includes a same-sex snuggle scene. Uh-oh. His film, Brokeback High, is a gay love story based on themes from Brokeback Mountain, but set in a modern-day high school. The shot above, and it's uh, got a shot here, was the one that got him expelled. And it's, uh, I guess I'll give you this story. Some raw story. It's pretty, not, well, not really too raw. Flight writes on his website, One has to wonder if any of this would have happened had the two characters snuggling my film been male and female. We're led to believe that diversity is encouraged in schools, but when a 17-year-old straight kid makes a serious gay love story and is expelled for it, it just begs the question of exactly what kind of policy was the administration following. I recall Tim Fields, one of the vice principals of my school, having to think for at least a minute when asked by the office lady, What should I put down for the reason of withdrawal? If the basis of my expulsion is so unclear to them, then surely the circumstances surrounding it are extremely questionable, and the grounds on which I was removed are both unfair and unexplainable. Let me say it again, unfair and un- unexplainable. There's a clip of Brokeback High on his website, and an area to leave comments in the support. According to Flight, Westland High says they'll pay for me to finish up my last two months of high school at Clackamas Community College, and I'll be able to walk with my high school class at graduation and attend prom as a guest. Oh, Jesus, Zion America, baby. Bah. Fa. Fooey! Oh there's Kara Phillips. Fooey! Fah. Anyway, moving along. So we got what? How much more? Three ninety. Three ninety. That's forty bucks more than we had last time. That's pathetic. Seventeen thousand sixty bucks. Our dreams of getting to twenty five grand by two o'clock today have gone right down the turlet. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it one more time, okay? Because I, I don't want to like do like a little dog get on my hind legs with my paws up in the air. Oh, please, please! Oh, yeah, I'm okay. not gonna do that. I'm not gonna There's do that. an image. Yeah. Can you see my my, yeah, my yeah. hind legs? In your boxers. Now it's till two o'clock at John the Baker, one twenty-five ninety-two Pines Boulevard. That's the Home Depot shopping center, Pines and Flamingo. It's right there in the heart of the universe, man. No excuses. Rolly is waiting for you with our uh, about thirty <laughs> TVs and T-shirts. It also has a limited supply of Panther parking passes to give away because we're po'd at the organization ripping off the public for concerts, hockey games, curling matches, all of these uh, freaking all of these things. things. Here's some good news though. Public supermarkets today unveiled a hundred million, long overdue, by the way, unveiled a hundred million dollar plan to install powerful backup generators in South Florida stores to avoid the food shortages and long lines that plagued stores after Hurricane Wilma. The Lakeland-based company's announcement also came with a plea to the region's municipalities, speed up the permit process necessary to carry out the large-scale effort. With the official start of hurricane season less than three months away, Publix executives say they can't put the plan into place until the paperwork is complete and hope area governments won't drag their feet. By July, about 10 times the slots are starting going at the permutuals. By July, Publix expects to have a third of its stores equipped with a backup system, including some in Broward and Palm Beach counties, as long as permits are approved. We have a plan, said Maria Bruce, spokeswoman for Publix, but in order to make our plan a reality, we need all the municipalities to expedite their permitting process. That process, get it going now, will you please get with it. The generators will allow the company to operate its produce, meat, dairy, and frozen food departments, which are only partially served by the existing generator systems. That means that high-demand items such as ice milk, tuna, and powdered milk would be available to customers. Isn't that good? That's great. The permanent 500 kilowatt generators would have automated turn-on sensors, along with a double-lined fuel tank that holds a thousand gallons of diesel fuel that could keep stores operating even throughout prolonged power outages. Well, let's hear it for Publix, okay? We like Publix already ahead of time, and now there's one <laughs> on every street corner. Isn't that amazing?
2: It's great.
0: I mean, you know, I come home uh, whenever the hell it was back in about a month ago, and come to find out there's like 45 new Publix stores within a 10 block radius of my house. Very convenient. Robertson finds radical Muslims satanic. Now, ordinarily, I just ignore him, but he is, you got to admit, he's good for laughs. Oh, yeah. He's good old Pat. Television evangelist Pat Robertson said yesterday on his live news and talk program, the 700 Club, that Islam is not a religion of peace and that radical Muslims are satanic. Thank God that radical Christians aren't satanic. Robertson's comments came after he watched a news story on his Christian broadcasting network about Muslim protest in Europe over the cartoon drawings of the Prophet Muhammad. He ought to look with Isaac Hayes, you know what? would be a good match? Yes, it would. Sorry, I pulled a fact. Oh. He remarked that the outpouring of rage elicited by cartoons just shows the kind of people we're dealing with. These people are crazed fanatics, and I want to say it now. I believe it's motivated by demonic power. It is satanic, it's time we recognize what we're dealing with, said Pat Robertson in Norfolk. Robertson also said the goal of Islam, ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, is world domination. Thank God the Christians don't want to do that. In a statement later Monday, Robertson said he was referring specifically to terrorists who want to bomb innocent people as being motivated by Satan. In the news story, he noted radical Muslims were shown screaming, May Allah bomb you. May Osama Bin Laden bomb you. Una bomba grande. Angel Watts, a Robertson spokeswoman said in a telephone review that the news segment also included comments from a moderate Muslim in the United Kingdom saying radicals don't represent most Muslims in that country. Robertson's Virginia based network did not include his remarks when posted the program on his website, however. That decision was made out of concern that Robertson's remarks could be misinterpreted if viewed out of context, Watts said. Right. If he pissed off the Arab street and it came after his ass, which I think is a good idea. All those angry Muslims, go get him, boys. Monday's comments were similar remarks he made on his. Oh, and by the way, speaking of this, how's Ariel Sharon doing? Who? <laughs> oh, man. Robertson recently told ABC's Good Morning America that he comments off the cuff after watching news segments. He later told the Christian magazine World that he's being more careful in reviewing news stories before going on air and shooting off his big ignorant mouth. The Reverend Barry Lynn, Executive Director of Americans United for Separation of Church and State, called Robertson's new comments grossly irresponsible. At a time when interreligious tensions around the world are at an all time high, Robertson seems determined to throw gas on the fire, Lynn said in a statement. He's throwing gas on it. Gasoline. would you rather have? Gasoline or Vaseline? Depends on. Five six seven oh five. Depends on where you're gonna stick it. Five right. six seven 0560 and pound 560 in the Verizon singular wireless. the We got Guilty at 2 this afternoon in the revolving door spot, the revolving door where they used to be mole. And uh, yes, they had bow. WDQAM, hello.
1: Neil, how are you doing? Pretty good. Glad to hear that Ted Robertson's up to his uh, tremendous
0: intelligent
3: yeah.
1: speaking.
0: At least
3: he's consistent.
1: Um, do you think. Uh... No. I'm sorry, I'm just. I'm getting, uh, Ty Robertson, I get
0: choked up. It gets, uh, touches me in a way. I'm getting uh Do I think? That's yeah, it. Okay. It what was it? He didn't choke up. He just choked. Yeah, he just uh, just lost it. Total panic. That's okay. Give it a good shot. Next time, maybe carry like another ten seconds. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. I'm going to go have me a good lunch today, you know? I very rarely eat in restaurants because, you know, if you're trying to, Now, I won't say lose weight, but just maintain the status quo like around 190-ish, which is okay, okay. for me. Not, not great, but it's okay. Uh, eating in restaurants not a good idea. Unless, of course, it's John the Baker or the Emerald Coast. Well, skinny people can eat there. But I mean, I'm excited about that shirataki, though. You know something? If, if, if that stuff gets here, in fact, if it does arrive before a month, which is, all the comments over at Amazon.com really PO'd about how long it took to get because there's such a great demand for it. But if that stuff turns out to be as miraculous as the guy who called this morning said, and he, you know, he, no reason he would lie about it.
2: Right. Unless you know what I'm
0: going to create a sensation. It's going to make the whole Atkins diet and bagel bites and Boca Burger, all that stuff pale and with significance. Fish food. I'm telling you right now. Right. Just be prepared for a shirataki. A shirataki attack? Yes. WQAM. hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Yes. How
0: did Molly Ringwald do on the poll the other day? WQAM, hello. Hello. WQAM, hello. QAM. Now that we've heard from Gilbert Solomon, come on, let's move ahead. You can do it. QAM, hello. Not there. Or maybe it's that guy again, panicking. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. How are you,
5: sir? Okay. I wanted to thank you for bringing up that uh, garbage and uh,
1: boot, um boot boot lady um, Panama City boot camp when they slaughtered that little fourteen year old kid. Yeah. That's what's coming down in
0: this world. Okay, great. Uh, get a life. Five six seven oh five sixty, chronic, chronic lady. Uh W Q A M, hello. Hello, I was Shell Myman.
5: Hello. hello. Here. Yes. I was very disappointed to see that broke back Martin.
8: Came in number two. Meaning what? Ah, uh, don't
5: together. Came in
0: number two. Uh. Ah! ah. WQAM, hello. the back. Well, see, just like the other time, and what a blessing that is. That's killing right. 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 the birds with one stone. Just to not realize how well this thing works out for us. Five six seven oh, 0560, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Ah. Muddy. Yeah, we wow. WQAM, hello. That wasn't even the real guy. QAM. Hi, Jeff. WQAM, hello. I
5: wonder
0: what like that is. QAM, come on, you can do it. Hello? Yes.
5: Yeah, who
8: is it? Who are you calling? O.J. McDuffie here.
5: <laughs> All right, perfect. Listen, uh, what about that CD? What about it? Uh, how do we get the CD?
0: Go online, com, or go to John and Baker right now and uh, rip off one. Hit Roly over the head with a uh, rolling pin, Roley pin. But look, we're making it difficult for these people to get up for crying out loud. It's right there. There's a big picture of it on our website, com. If you don't have a computer, we don't want to talk to you, okay? We're just tired of that crap, aren't we? Yes, we are. With all the respect to the Humper and, and even Jack Cafferty. Well, I, I wouldn't know how to do that because I don't know how to r- run a computer. Well, you know something? I, I'm, I'm tired of old, fuddy-duddy people, even though I like both those people a lot. But, you know, get with it. And there's that Kira Phillips. Oh, man. Her first and Dana Bash right behind. running right her behind. Just like to bash that bitch. Little tiny shrunken head. I mean, if you know, am I exaggerating or not? No. she got like a little shrunken head, and she's got the, the senior wentz's, like the, the funny mouth with the, the phony lips you uh-huh. used to do on the fingers. That's her. She doesn't belong in. man, he of knows course, it. I guess after you get through uh, sucking up to the bush crowd that much, I guess your lips kind of like invert like that, Dana. Which I think her name is Dana, but Blue Don's. He don't know Dana Bash. He's, you know, we're pleased with what he did, but he believe me, he's not what you think he is. Trust me. Because you're you're just you're just being introduced now, okay? Uh, I've yeah, got a lot of, a lot of sins nowadays. to uh, make up for, a, a lot of well, a lot of amends to make. Maybe he's atoning. Yeah, well, I got a lot of amends to make too. Thirteen past one at QAM. Hey, you're on QAM.
6: We don't have any national guardsmen because they're all fighting a war in Iraq right now. Not you? the
8: national guard. Pardon? Not the national guard.
6: No national guard in Iraq.
8: Not that There's no national guard. Uh, no. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Well, I've
0: known my sister all my life.
8: That is why she's now my wife. And I think my son may know it's true. He's my nephew, too. My daddy is my uncle. Joe, my
1: mother is my dear aunt, Flo. It is very plain to see my first cousin is me.
7: That's
0: the official state sign. We thought it was Arkansas, but it's Utah. I discovered that after last night mm-hmm. watching that thing on A and E. Ugh. Anyway, uh, what do we got now? I guarantee we're over four hundred. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're at four thirty. Four thirty already. What's all we still doing here? Four thirty. So, that's forty bucks more than we had before. That's seventeen thousand one hundred. That's a pitiful number, but at least we got over seventeen thousand. Four thirty. That gives us a real shot at a thousand. Not. That's okay. What did we do uh, yesterday? ate something? I forgot. Yeah, it was, it was eight something. We went over eight. Well, how, how can we do eight there? And like John the Baker there, and uh, that location, we did eight oh five. I got it written down right here, eight oh five. It's not so right. bad at two locations. Uh, let me say it again. We did eight oh five at one location, and about five cent at the other one. That was the total. You're right. Yeah, that, that's a good excuse. We had two locations yesterday, allegedly. We got to do a lot more than 4:30. I'll tell you that in the next uh, 41 minutes, or it's going to be pretty embarrassing and a tremendous waste of time by Rolly out there. Let's get with it. John DeBaker in the Home Depot Shopping Center, Pines and Flamingo. And you don't have to go in there and eat. I mean, it would be nice if you did because you love the food and it's all delicious. But you know, that's okay. We understand that you're cheap. Just give us the 20 bucks and cut the crap. And Rolly still got. Uh, does right. he have any more Panther parking passes not? Probably because there was oh, a yeah. supply. But yeah. Oh, hey, still got lots more. Yes, he does. Well, there you go. See, it goes to show you, man, you people just don't want to even strike back. That's what a bunch of wimps you are. You talk about the Democratic Party. You people are like the Democrats. When in doubt, you just wimp out. Instead of striking back and getting even with the Panther organization and, like, getting some free parking passes, you don't have to get ripped off during the balance of the season because none of you are going to go anyway. That's the bottom line. If they won every game from now to the end of the season, you still wouldn't go. We love the Panthers. Yeah, only that one year. That's when they love the Panthers. Bandwagon jumpers front warning phonies. U.S. post-war Iraq strategy was a mess, Blair was told. This is in the Guardian UK, eh? <coughs> Senior British diplomatic and military staff gave Tony Blair explicit warnings three years ago that the U.S. was disastrously mishandling the occupation of Iraq, according to leaked memos. They're leaking over there. John Sowers, Mr. Blair's envoy in Baghdad in the aftermath of the invasion, sent a series of confidential memos to Downing Street in May and June of 2003, cataloging U.S. failures. With unusual frankness, he described the U.S. post-war administration led by the retired General Jay Garner as an unbelievable mess and said Garner and his top team of 60-year-old retired generals were well-meaning but out of their depth. That assessment is reinforced by Major General Albert Whitley the most senior British officer with the U.S. Land Forces. General Whitley, another memo late that summer, expressed alarm that the U.S.-British coalition was in danger of losing the peace. We may have been seduced into something we might be inclined to regret. Is strategic failure a possibility? The answer has to be, yes, yes he concluded. Yes. Aye, aye, sir. The memos were obtained by Michael Gordon, author along with General Bernard Trainer of Cobra II, the inside story of the invasion and occupation of Iraq, published to coincide with the third anniversary of the invasion. The British members identified a series of U.S. pages that contained the seeds of the present insurgency anarchy. The mistakes include... And this goes on at length. I'm just going to read uh, some bullet points. Okay, some bullet points. Hit hit the highlights. A lack of interest by U.S. Commander General Tommy Franks in the post-invasion phase. The presence in the capital of the U.S. 3rd Infantry Division, which took a heavy-handed approach to security, squandering the initial sympathy of the Iraqis. Vectel, the main U.S. civilian contractor, moving too slowly to reconnect basic services, such as electricity and water... Figured to deal with health hazards, such as 40% of Baghdad's sewage pouring into the Tigris River and rubbish piling up in the streets, and sacking many of Saddam Hussein's Ba'ath party, even though many of them held relatively junior posts, and a partridge in a pear tree. I like that. That mm-hmm. goes on. It's on our website. So Tony Blair knew, but he sold out. Piece of crap. There, there's another guy. I thought he was, like, really something. He's something, all right. can't see it on the ear though. Look at Milosevic's son says his father was killed. Do we care? No, Absolutely not. Well, I'm kind of glad. Yeah. Enough already with Slavio. Slavio Milosevic's son alleged today that his father had been killed while a U.N. war crimes tribunal official said the court had been told the late Serb leader had regular access to unprescribed medication and booze (laughs) smuggled into his prison cell. The official who spoke, of course, on condition of anonymity because of the tribunal's strict confidentiality rules told the ANP that the unit's prison warden had told the court they could no longer guarantee Milosevic's health. The official said prison authorities repeatedly found banned material in his cell, including booze and unprescribed drugs. The tribunal official who has access to confidential documents on Milosevic's medication use said two doctors concluded the former Serb leader was intentionally taking drugs that undermined the prescribed medication for his heart. He wanted to go to Russia. He wanted to go to Siberia, been a good place for him. Where he'll be safe. Yeah, you can go to uh, Louis in the Bronx and be safe too. Cow test positive for mad cow disease in Alabama. A cow in Alabama tested positive, confirming the third U.S. case of the brain-wasting ailment. The cow didn't enter the food supply, for people or animals. Officials said the animal, unable to walk, was killed by a local vet and buried on the farm. That's sad. Yeah, well, had will shoot the old moo cow. We remain very confident in saying, by the way, cows are just, I don't know, dumb. Well, yeah. I mean, horses are dumb. I don't care what anybody says. I like horses uh, to a point, but they're really dumb. But, but at least if you whistle, they will pee, you know, a horse. Mm-hmm. You think a cow will pee if you whistle? No. If you don't. You ever, see a, you ever hear of a trained cow? No. I mean, trained elephants? Yes. Trained no. horses? Of course. Sure. Trained dogs, cats, parakeets, cockatoos, minor birds, minotsaurus. But, uh, train cow? Uh uh-uh. uh. They're only really good for two things. One is milk, although please don't drink cow's milk, please. And number two is like, uh, slaughter. Right, meat. The news came as the Bush administration worked to reassure Japan and other foreign customers of American beef. Japan halted U.S. beef shipments in January for, after fighting veal cuts with backbone. I wish the Democratic Party would eat those cuts that are eaten in the U.S. but not in Asia. And now, that, that's a, I got news for you. If we're eating stuff that isn't being eaten in Asia, yeah. then we've we really got problems. Yeah, oh, that. when I went to that Chinese market that they are looking for my shirataki, oh, I went into three markets. And they got these big tubs of all these uh, uh, yeah. lion's teeth and strange That's bizarre. Right. Tiger what balls. Is that stuff? Huh? Tiger balls. Tiger balls and claws and tails. Platypus and urethra. Platypus uh, fingernails. Oh, man, what is that? God. Oh, breaking news.
4: Breaking
7: story.
0: Oh, that's not real breaking news. It's a, a promo <laughs> from Western Hotels. Well, it didn't look like breaking news. It looked kind of interesting. They got the candles out. They yeah, don't got Tom Baudette, though. 26 past one at QM. Gel at 2 Don't forget the Jack Martin show at 3 o'clock. When well, we cut back after this uh, break, see, this is why I, I, I just can't continue doing this thing every day with this uh, fundraising thing. It's just gut-wrenching. Because they're not coming through anywhere near like they used to. Although, maybe my memory's bad. I don't know. What did we used to get? Is this about where it was? I think we're doing as good or better as we have on this station. Are you sure? Oh, on this station. Because on this station, well, we're, you can't really we're compare, certainly not okay. getting any assistance from anybody else. As opposed to like on IOD when Rick and Suds were pl- uh, pumping it and Phil Henry and uh, Randy and whoever else was on the air. They were pumping it. In addition to which, they usually had some of their own stuff. Like Randy had that pathetic video. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I have it. it. I have it right the here. had their... What do they have? They, have uh, they, had, a all they, had, they had a video. Yeah, they had a video. too. We all had something. CDs. We're all working together to raise money for a good cause. On this station is like us against the world. And it wasn't even our idea. It was that silly-ass duck. You fairy. 26 past one at QAMB. It's
9: me, Mecca
0: Mouse, from Disney's latest theme park in beautiful Damascus,
9: Syria. It's a small mind after all. I would pass up taking the kids to Disney Damascus. You know, because they blow up so fast. Come see Space Mountain Cave Hideout, Mr. Bin Laden's Wild Ride, Scud's Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, Insurgents of the Caribbean, and especially Indiana Jones and the Temple of Bloom. And by the way, sure, we stoned that tramp Cinderella to death for not wearing a burka, but what the hell's the matter with you people? I don't know what you've been smoking, but ever since Goofy blew himself up, El Donald and I... I've been trying to spread the word that cartoons are about as real as Walt's last acid-induced technicolor dream, people. So, come visit us at Disney World Damascus, where Donald Duck doesn't wear pants, but our women are covered. And where Tomorrowland is set in 1352. And for all you infidels, M-I-C. See you soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we hate you. M-O-U-S.
0: 131 at 560 WQAM. 1215 uh, votes on the poll today. A lot of vote. So the poll is doing well. I wish we were doing as well on that fundraising thing, which I'm getting really already nauseated by. How are we doing? Uh, we got a
2: steady pace of $40 a break. Now we're at $470. 17140
0: You know, hopes were so high. Almost as high as George. 17140 that's pretty weak. I mean, what's the total? Four one. 070. Oh, that is lame. But never nevertheless, like, well, what am I going to do about it? Am I going to, like, throw a hissy fit? Is that it? A, a sissy fit? As your program director would say, I'm going to throw a sissy fit. Maybe it'll help. Boy. Hell's Angel sued Disney over trademark skull and name. Speaking of um, uh, Mecha Mouse. The Hells Angels Motorcycle Club is going head-to-head with Walt Disney World Company over use of their trademark skull and name, according to a local six-news report. The group is suing Disney's Buena Vista Motion Pictures and its new movie, Wild Hogs. In the film, John Rivolta, who's still in the closet with Tom Cruise, Tim Allen and Martin Lawrence play middle-aged wannabe bikes uh, bikers who encounter some Hells Angels members. The Hells Angels said they never approved the movie's use of their name, or skull that shows... Horns, feathers, and a helmet, according to the report. How do you like that? A big stimulus between the Hells Angels and Disney, of all people. Oh, there's your buddy, Hermann Gehring. Three years into the operation in Iraq, I recognized that
1: well-meaning people...
0: He recognized that that Tana flu thing would make him a lot of money, man. Get everybody whipped up. Forget about Iraq. Worry about that bird flu. Get your visqueen, your duct tape, your powdered milk, your tuna, and, of course, your uh, Tana flu. Even Debbie Reynolds is coming back and uh, singing that Tammy song again, just in honor of Rumsfeld, so he can make a few more. money. Ma- you know, this guy is older than uh, Methuselah. I don't understand what all these old coots got to steal all this money for. Do you? What, what's it all
2: about? Exactly, because they got nothing to do, because something is limp, so this is how they
0: compensate. Is that what it is? That's it. Christ, I thought that was Bob Dole. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Don't forget we got that big Marlin game, 1250, on Thursday. Mark that baby down right in your armpit. Just mark it down so you don't forget. We're not going to forget. No way. Mm. WQAM, hello.
2: Yeah, what are you raising money for?
0: For a while. For fun. Yeah, for the hell of it. WQAM, hello. Not there. 5670560. I'm going to just go to the music format this last half hour. I'm really bummed out about this. See, it's got a negatory impact all the way around because psychologically it's deflating to get on the air. and Like, please, won't you help us out? Please, won't you do that? And they they won't do it. No, we won't do it. We're not going to give you like 20 cents. You've been on the air for 30 years, entertaining, amusing, chuckling, aggravating, whatever the hell it is. And we won't give you a penny. How do you like that? That's what we'll give you. We'll give you like a shot in the dark is what we'll give you. We'll give you the finger. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Your thoughts on the uh, uh, March Madness? Careful. WQAM. Hello. On the Mayor March Neal. Madness. Yes, sir. Happy Purim. And back to you. How do I
1: get those free uh, hockey tacky uh, parking passes?
0: Do you go by uh, John the Baker right now? Where's that? Too late. WQAM. Hello. QAM.
1: Uh, and Neil. I tell you what, it is. It's
0: terrestrial radio. Yeah. It's extraterrestrial. Yeah, you're out of this world. WQAM, hello. Yeah. W two AM hello. AM. Hello, Neil?
8: Yes.
5: Hey, how you doing? Oh, okay. Uh, quick question. Uh, is the bit that you just played with I'm my sister's husband, brother, so forth, yeah. is that on the C D?
0: Uh, I doubt it.
5: How do we know what is on it? I mean like is. Tender and so uh, Can you, give us you go on our stuff? website, sir, it's oh, got the whole
0: list right there. You click where it says uh, view uh, listings or whatever it else says, uh, view uh, tracks. Here's how you know. You buy
2: it, then you turn it around, and no, you read no. it.
0: No, you don't want, they don't want to do that. They, it's they're not good. Gonna, don't you it's understand all good. what this guy's saying? I'm not going to buy it. Uh, unless, unless there's uh, a I bit know, I, I like, like on, there. on there. They're all uh, yeah, good, jackass. I'm not going to peddle, okay? If you want it, fine. I'm, I'm not playing this game, okay? You're making a bad mistake. I'm not playing that game. You want it, fine. You want to help us out, that's great. If you want to show, like, everybody that's got it so far is real happy with it, go on our website. You can see right there, the listing, just click where it says right there in big English letters, uh, view listings, and it'll show you all the, all the tracks that are on there. And you can sit there and peruse, well, let's see, I don't know, do I want to spend 20 bucks for this or not? You can sit there and, you know, with your finger deep inside oh, your uh, body and you know, and kind of ponder or not, or, or not. you know, whatever whatever works for you is fine with me, okay? I don't care. WQAM, hello. Hey. QAM, cheapo line.
5: Hey, what's the difference between my ass
0: and your face? WQAM, hello. Nothing. WQAM, hello. Not there, boy. These are good. WQAM, hello. QAM. So, One space. Neil? Yes.
4: Hey Neil, you still have that? You have still have that t-
5: of Casey Chase
0: and going ballistic when he thought he was off the air. Yeah, I still got it, yeah. WQAM, oh, hello. QAM. And now, now this little box is like spastic yeah, too, yeah. to uh, make things even better. Like that little problem we were having yesterday with long-distance calls. Look at that. It anyway, don't want to disconnect. I do want to do anything. My little box. WQAM, hello. There's like a big delay now. Yeah, I know that. QAM. know. have you seen
5: Dante's Culpepper?
0: But what, meaning what? I see Dante's Culpepper. Ah, ah, WQI. See, the, the part of it is the very funny lines that they work on for hours and hours, and you wait for like one, two, and then it finally sets in. Like, that was what was supposed to be. Well, by the me? way, he's a,
2: he's a dolphin. Who cares? I'm just saying.
0: Like, I care about the dolphins? Is that, is that the new deal? I'm supposed to care about that? That's going to put them over the top between Dante Culpepper, maybe we, Paper, and uh, A.J. Feely, Let's bring him back. I mean, you know, what? What? what's not to like when you got a customer ride? WQM Nutline, hello. QAM.
4: Hey, Neil, how you doing?
0: Okay.
1: Uh, really quick, I bought the CD. I love it. One. Two, I got it because it's for a good cause. Three, I'm going to buy another one. I'm mean, going to one of those cheap jerks that have to try to copy it. Yeah. And give it to friends. And four, if I have another question, just, some of the ones, I mean, there's some bits that I like but I'm not on it. How do I get the one when I go to the website that you want to get? How do you get the ones you can't download or whatever?
8: How do you get the bits?
5: Yeah, there's, like there's one. I remember one you did a couple years ago with the Frodo from, like, um, the Lord of
2: the Rings. You, you just can't get it. How do you get, you get those that don't. are
3: available? Exactly, you don't. don't. You
0: don't, you can't. Five, six, see what I mean about this? I, oh, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Thanks a lot, Duff. I had, I wish if there was anything in my life I could take back, it would have been saying, oh, okay, you guys deal with that. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm so tired after every break. And why do we have to do after every break? When the hell did we ever do that before? Well, what's what's the point of that? Just to get me more aggravated? Yeah, that's it. To keep, yeah, to keep you radio, I'm sure of that. We don't, huh? we don't have to do any of it. No, but I mean, couldn't we do it like once every half hour and give an update? I mean, what do we expect? Sure. Like every couple of minutes there's like a line of 400 people waiting to throw their $20 at poor Rowley up there? Who's giving away those free, you know, how do we get the Panther parking? I just got through telling you like 400 times today, schmuck. Trying to give the people an opportunity, like we got that game with the uh, Flyers tomorrow, which I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to see that. It's a big game. At least it could be. And here's a chance to get a parking pass and save you a few bucks. No, and to strike back and say, guess what? We don't want to submit to your blackmail come July 1, you jackasses that run this organization. But no. And it just keeps going on and on and on, like with Rumsfeld. This, in, in Iran. Oh, God. 1225 votes on the poll. My spouse or significant other is a treasure, 221. Don't have one, 217. Why are you lucky? Sensational, 128. Hot, 112. I hate this poll, 101. A pain, but great in the sack, 99. Irreplaceable, 87. You see the way that's zoomed up there? you doubting, uh, Thomas? Yeah, I doubt Thomas. A nag, 84. Annoying, seventy-six. Aging badly, fifty-eight. What a tub! A slob, twenty-nine. Stinky, eight, and gross. Now we're up to cinco. This is,
8: this is Neil Rogers. This is five sixty a.m. Why the die die die
3: Cartoon. You made the Muslims upset, and now
4: they're killing
3: each other and blaming it on the West. Cartoon.
0: 145, see they got the headgear wrong, that's what gets people really crazy when they mess up the headgear. Okay, what do we got? I'll bite. Let's go. 510. I thought it was a 610 it was IOD. 510? That's right. I thought we were 560. Another... What do we have in the last one because I'm losing track?
2: 470, so another 40. So we
0: got... Another 40? Yeah. Well, we're consistent. We may not be good, but at least we're consistent. Uh, that means 17180 So thanks to those people who did come by and help us out. But the rest of you, that's it. We're really PO'd. Raspberry, strawberry, rhubarb. How about some rhubarb pie? Hmm, Sounds good. I'm going to wait for my shirataki, man. And then I'm going to take over the world. I'm just going to set up a shirataki shop. Get a little push cart. Well, no, isn't isn't that one of the biggest problems with us fat folks? I mean, what would you know about it? But it's that pasta, la pasta, baby. What, do you that's mean, what would thing. I know
2: about it? I struggle
0: every single well, there you day. Know, to pasta. Not be who a the body? hell isn't obsessed with pasta? I am. I am too. I'm obsessed. I my weight in pasta and every day. I can have like some nice sausage and washirotaki uh, that I uh, like uh, substitute for noodles that didn't have any taste, with some nice low carb sauce. Mmm. With some nice Parmesan uh, sprinkled on, like Steve, uh, Mr. Ego would say, Parmesan cheese and maybe a few <laughs> peppercorns. Yeah, a few peppercorns meared on it Anyway, Al Gore spent a good part of the early 90s preaching the promise of the internet he became known as, for calling it the Information Superhighway. The nickname didn't last, but the highway analogy has reemerged in the debate about the next generation of the online world with some forecasting a traffic jam. As the updated version of the analogy goes, every bit of data online, web pages, music files, video is on a highway, moving at similar speeds to computers and mobile devices around the world. But what if there were an express toll lane? What if companies with money could pay broadband providers to have their sites and services move faster than everybody else's? Carriers such as AT&T say the concept is their future business model. Critics say it may may well ruin the web. At the center of the debate is the value of net neutrality, a principle that has guided the Internet for more than a decade. It states that Internet service providers can't favor any online content over another, unless, of course, it's right-wing. Some say the concept is why the Internet has developed into such a robust and innovative medium, with so many sites online competing for the attention of web surfers, net neutrality allows for David and Goliath to be more equally matched. But, there's always a big but, but as more consumers switch from dial-up to broadband, Internet use is poised to move toward transferring large amounts of data, such as full-length movies. AT&T and Verizon assert that companies such as Google and Apple are going to make a fortune on the backs of their networks, and it's time they start paying their share. Telecommunication companies are spending billions on upgrading their networks to handle the next generation of online services. Rather than passing the cost on to consumers, they'd rather charge the websites taking up the most bandwidth. Companies offering data-heavy services, such as online gaming, phone calls, and downloadable video could pay network providers across the country to have their content prioritized, meaning that it would reach customers faster than everybody else's. Do you understand that?
2: Yes, I do. Sorry, I was over here un- uh, opening my porum Purim package from Dave Halberstam. Uh-huh. Happy Dave. See, and you're selling him short. He wouldn't let you down. Got some sugar-free vanilla hazelnut syrup. Mmm. Got some chips. Now, what kind of home do you can I'm
0: digging in here now. Wait a minute. Sure, surely not those little triangle ones. I don't no call them surely. These they always are. And they're there. They are. Oh, fat. Are they you are. kidding me? I
2: told you that. We go through this every year. It's oh, a giant those, can nobody of Nobody wants
0: those things. Nobody wants to eat that crap. Virginia Peanuts. Even the orthodox don't want those. Prioritizing, prioritizing content may also make sure certain online services don't falter. As features such as digital and t- uh, TV and phone movie uh, move online, access, what is that?
2: Oh, um, nuggets, filled pretzel nuggets, peanut butter filled pretzel nuggets.
0: Under the present system, consumers could suffer inconsistent TV signals and choppy phone calls, according to Jay Burenbaum, vice president of Current Communications in Germantown, Maryland, broadband over power line provider. I don't, under, I, I don't even understand. No, it it, it
2: a, goes like this. Like, you go to a lot of websites to get news stories, right? Yeah. And let's uh, news new stories don't take a long time to download, obviously. You click on it. If you have a yeah. broadband, it clicks right there. But,
0: but what if I wanted to watch Once Upon a Time in America Exactly. That? Or
2: let's say you wanted to watch the, uh, the 9-11 loose change video Please. or something like that. Companies that pay more, what the story is saying, companies that pay more will be able to deliver high-speed content to their customers and the companies that don't, won't. So, basically, it's kind of like, like the FCC in reverse all over again. Companies with money will be able to uh, give high-speed product to their clients. And the regular people, like Capitol Hill Blue or, or just Schmendrix, yeah. they'll have to wait. They'll have slower speeds. So, people will be dissuaded from going to those sites.
0: Well, isn't that great? Isn't you know? that fine, huh? As the rich get richer and the rest of us, we have That's to right. fiddle our way along, boy. I guess you're going to you guys are going like to have to pay for example. the cost of the uh, broadband space on our website cuz it's starting to mm. look bankrupt me.
2: Welch's dried cherries. Mm, that sounds really good.
0: And what about the homentash? You haven't gotten to that yet.
2: There are three little triangular homentash you ah, in here.
0: Boy! Ah. <laughs> Those are not homentash now. I guarantee you, forget about the Villa Delia, they're long gone. I guarantee you that there's some delis, some bakeries Pastry around Pastry Lane
2: town. was the one that always sent us the nice uh, yeah. like honey-glazed bread. Pastry
0: ones. Lane, that's right. it. What a memory, man, for the good stuff. That was fantastic. Right. Pastry Lane. Steve from
2: Pastry Lane, if Ooh, I recall. That was
0: the very best. But didn't they, like, uh, turn on us one day because I said I something know. about uh, Ariel Sharon was a big fat slob or something like I that? Don't I don't think know. so. I, I only said that because I wonder whatever happened to him. Is he still alive? Does anyone hear? Uh, no. Huh? Oh, you know who uh, is alive, though, is Dave Halberstam. Thanks, Dave. Hey, uh, thanks a lot, Dave. You're the best. Dave. <laughs> yeah, there he goes. See? And you hear your son, I'm sure.
8: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA.
0: Oh, I... What the hell was that? Another stunt rejoin? Uh, maybe. Yesterday, I was uh, rejoins. He's going through the whole list of four hundred names, and at the end, real fast, I'm uh, real quick," and then uh, like, uh, you know, and now uh, we got uh, what? the hell do we need the additional stuff on there? for? Must have been an
2: oversight on Josh's part.
0: What do you mean by that? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, what the hell does that mean? You blaming Josh for it now? You starting to like find fault? You are starting to like uh, point the finger just because you got the home yeah. Believe me, neither one of you eat those. Trust me. And if you do, it's a Nice knowing you. Oh, I'm going to eat the, your the apricot one anyway. Oh, oh apricot. My ass. Josh can have the prune.
5: Yeah. I was sleeping in the park, just trying to take a snooze. I got home in the dark, it left me black and blue. I'm hurt so bad I'm coughing up blood I'm dying on the
4: here Why was I beaten By teenagers with
5: clubs Don't know Why this happened I took close to the head They took off They were laughing They left me here for dead I've got an ass were they high on
10: drugs? Yes.
5: Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? I'm lying here, can hardly move. They took those baseball bats and swung them like they're I Like to ask the parents why. They raise their kids this way. Lots and lots of prison time will be the price they pay. Put them in jail with all those other thugs. Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Why was I beaten so let me ask you something: Is that Tommy or is that your buddy Clarence
0: that's responsible for these idiotic regions? Uh, that would be? Uh, Hank's producer who makes them. Well, Hank's producer needs to be shot. Okay? Don't you follow what I'm saying? In other words, why do we need the additional like like a double uh, double dose? You know? What do we need that for? A double deuce? First of all, the thing goes on forever in the first place. ba ba uh, Hank names every uh, f- basketball guy that was ever born, including everybody that ever played the game. And then we get the, we get like a double rejoin while you're trying to keep the show tight and neat and clean and uh, like uh, smooth and not so schmutzy. You feel like unclean after that happens. Don't you feel unclean? Yeah,
2: well, that's because of the
0: leprosy. No, after you have that, those homeintoshes, you'll feel unclean, especially when that apricot starts getting to you. Wow. Okay, so what do we got? What's our final today? I know it's embarrassing. I don't even want to talk about it. Where? What did I write this down? What well, we got now? What do we have on the last? Huh? Ninety. Oh, w- which uh, Roly's going to throw in ten bucks and make it six hundred. What a guy! <laughs> Thanks, Roly you demand. the man. <laughs> what are you laughing about? So give me half a it's CV. A visual. I think Josh made that t-shirt. up. Did he really? Uh-huh. Well, I don't know what's all we got. I have no idea. What do we get? Five ninety. Five ninety. And we started with sixteen six seventy. Let me do the math, okay? Six hundred is seventeen thousand two seventy. We'll make twenty thousand by the end of the week, even if uh, Mandy Bell has to kick in the difference. And of course, another thing you're forgetting about back in the back in the day, every time we get involved in one of these deals, whether it was Center One, the Camilla's House, abandoned uh, pet rescue, whoever we were raising money for, the station would write a check. Remember that. Not right. asking for the money back, but I would deal with uh, a Disney or Bob Green would come up with a grand. Everybody involved. Uh, I don't want to mention any personalities, things like that. I want to put the squeeze in our colleagues here, on our colleagues, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Now we're out there on a limb. We're out there like all by ourselves, like uh, like on Alcatraz. Isn't that basically what it's all about?
2: That's right, out on the island. Right. See you
8: tomorrow from Alcatraz. Bye
7: bye bye.